0: Welcome back to the Second Screen Podcast. My name is Nick Lane, and with me, as always, is my very good friend, Matthew. What's up, Internet? Movie time. Movie time. Movie time. So this time on the Second Screen Podcast, we're reviewing
1: Rogue One. Rogue One, a Star Wars story.
0: Yeah, because it's clearly a Star Wars story, and they'll remind you about that every fucking second of that movie.
1: But it's not an episode.
0: Yeah, not an episode at all. Yeah. So uh, what's been going on with you, Matthew?
1: Not a whole lot. You know, holidays were busy and uh, just got through it, was taking a class.
0: And well, there goes the greenfield of this episode. Oh, but, you know, <laughs> you're the one who cares about Greenfield. I don't even Greenfield. No, I, I actually just want to keep talking about it now just as a humorous aspect of the the podcast. Where we will just throw away the greenfieldness of the of every episode as soon as possible what if we
1: just make it super confusing it's like yeah the holidays were here enjoy christmas new year's uh saint patrick's Patrick's day (laughs) and then you know then we had a nice fourth of july barbecue took a columbus day off and then uh, i had a
0: really good ramadan
1: yeah and then we had some ramadan and uh
0: it was weird when ramadan and yom kippur happened at the same time how do i double fast
1: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just like I know those are holidays, but I forget. Oh, I know about Ramadan. Uh, Yom Kippur. That's like—is that like Jewish Christmas?
0: No, uh, it is one of the high holy days okay. of the Jewish religion, but sure. it's a it's a week of fasting. Oh, okay. So it be I, like double fasting.
1: Okay. Well, just you know, just to defend myself against future problems, I don't know anything about the the holidays I'm supposed to know about too. Like they'll always be like, "Hey, you're doing Ash Wednesday," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, what's that again?" <laughs>
0: Good Friday is like, is that like Black Friday? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Are there any Good Friday deals going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, the holidays were great. Had a good time. We had, uh, you know, some fun at trivia and all that. Had kind of a low-key New Year's, but, you know. Yeah, it good, is what it is. Yeah, good times. Yeah. So, like I said, on this episode, we're reviewing Rogue One.
1: Can we and, talk about kind of the same, like, context of why we're doing this movie? I was
0: actually just about to get into okay, that. Okay, So I'm okay, glad proceed. we're on the yeah, same, same wavelength. Yeah, so... We, Matthew and myself, do a kind of like monthly sort of board game group where we're playing like these long-term campaigns, like campaign games, like kind of like uh, Risk Legacy, and the one we're doing right now is (laughs) Seafall.
1: Seafall!
0: When did Adele get here?
1: Yeah, I know. It's all over here.
0: (laughs) So the last time we met up, Matthew and I had just watched Rogue One separately from each other. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yes. Thank you. I, <laughs> I will continue to call it as such. Precious. I, I say doing mimicking a jack-off motion. Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> um, so I immediately come into our friend's house, and then I also entered the door. And the first thing I asked Matthew was his opinion on Rogue One, because I was 100% sure that we were going to be on the same la- wavelength and i could have could not have been further from the truth you were like
1: yeah literally wrong and i know that's not how literally works but that's how wrong you were not that you were wrong on the well actually you are wrong on your opinion but anyways you were also wrong on your assessment of our evaluation of road one
0: yeah and so i was so dumbfounded by that and i we were both so heated on opposite sides that we were like we've gotta do this as an episode
1: well even the the host of the the board game was like can you two like please record this and like he i don't think he's ever he, listened or i don't think he, he cares but he's like barely, i'll listen to that yeah, one he
0: barely knows that we do a podcast but yeah. he's like you guys do that whatever the fuck thing that is you guys do send me a link when that's done for the rogue one one and we're like all right he sure. hasn't
1: gone to a movie since the force awakens because that's how shattered his world has been and he's like i'll go to the movies to see this one if for nothing else so that i have the context to listen to you two yelling at each other
0: that's amazing yeah so all right that's kind of the context around it. Do you want to hit us with some Matthew Will's factuals?
1: Yeah, Matthew's factuals. Um there's probably you know, I don't go super in depth into these. This is kind of my little casual thing, but I think the biggest thing here is uh so directed by Gareth Edwards. Um I looked on his INDB, he has done some stuff, looks like going back to you know mid two thousands. Yeah, I didn't have a clue who this guy was when I saw him on the on the screen. Yeah, he did I think the biggest thing he's done of note is the new Godzilla movie, which I fell asleep to, so that was not exactly setting him up for success. I didn't know this going in but
0: right no I yeah, had no clue either
1: yeah and uh, and you know in terms of stars I mean really the only you know what I would think might be famous is Felicity Jones she was Stephen Hawking's wife in The Theory of Everything which was a great movie by the way and uh, I, you know I think she was probably the, the, the biggest name uh, oh, and, oh uh, and Donnie Yen Ip and- Man
0: yeah there's it man but there's also mads mickelson
1: oh yeah yeah you're correct yeah Ma- yeah mads Mikkel- i mean he's not really in the movie though and i know we'll talk about it he's, but yeah but yeah. he's
0: like he's kind of everywhere right now and i think it's because disney basically like bought him like he might be their slave yeah it could be i mean i don't know he needs like a visa or something also, was, uh, we're recording this at my girlfriend's place, Sheila, and she pointed at herself just then because I basically stole her joke, so I'm calling that out right now. Boom! Yeah. Uh, that's
1: You gave her, you attributed, so now you're cleared hot and she can't see you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She was very pleased by it. I can see her right now. Yeah. And she's petting her cat already. Oh, Artie. I don't have a cat. No, you don't. don't Actually, need. you do have a cat. You have well, Amazon cat. Oh, yeah. Amazon cat. Yeah, well. a yeah. cat that lives outside. Yeah,
1: and guards my Amazon packages.
0: <laughs> all right so anything else i i mean honestly
1: i think it's uh, alan tudic was uh, was the robot and i mean that was it really yeah, which is was... intru- i i think that was was by choice and, yeah they're... and i'm sure we'll talk about that
0: yeah definitely cool all right so rogue one starts with no text crawl, yes, that's only for the episodes, right, which I thought was kind of cool. I totally dug that. but it just started. I'm like, all right, I can dig this. like this is a Star Wars story, but it's not one of the main Star Wars like plots. Right? yeah, it's not one of the episodes, yeah, exactly. So we get introduced to the main character pretty quickly. It's her Jin, Jin Erzo, and her family living as farmers of some kind. I thought that they were moisture farmers because they had like the same house and the same setup as the skywalkers from episode four right now whether or not they are moisture farmers they never really established that's just kind of that was what i got going it it
1: doesn't matter i mean they could be they could be welding stuff i mean the key is they're just they're they're just there yes
0: and so they are Visited by some members of the Empire Who they have history with Uh, One of them is Director Krennic Yes And there's like some history between Jin's father Galen Erzo and him It turns out that he's actually They call him a scientist And he's not a scientist He's just, an he's engineer. Just, well, okay, sure. And I mean, so that was like I was like, "Where's your uh, scientific method for creating all these weapons, Galen?" Erzo?
1: Well, it's you know, it's kind of like uh, Einstein and uh, Oppenheimer and all them with the Manhattan Project. Okay, right? all right,
0: all right. Yeah. I can I can dig that. So, director Krennic comes and visits them, and basically is like, "The project's stalled. We need your help." He's like, I'm retired, I'm not... He's like, I'm unofficially defecting from the Empire, but not actually saying that because I'd get him shot on the spot, essentially. Sure, sure, sure. There's like some series of like lies and I mean, he basically says he basically
1: is like, my mind is not what it was. I can't do it. And, you know, uh, Director Krennic basically says, search the house. Mm -hmm. Um, The wife and kid run, um, you know, as was planned out before. The wife, you know, tells the kid to go, puts a necklace around her, tells her to go. Jin tells Jin to go. Then the wife comes back with a pistol and basically is like, you're not taking him. You're not going. You know she tries to. Well, she does shoot director Krennic, yeah. and then she gets killed.
0: She was shot first, and if she had shot like half a second earlier, she he, would have she, shot him straight in the heart. But she got shot, and that made her miss, and he got him in the shoulder. Yes, correct. So that pisses off Krennic. He's like, "Get the kid! I know they've got one!" And like, search everything. She, the girl who saw everything, miraculously escapes somehow. Yeah, sure. And like, hides. Yeah, she he hide. hides herself in those like actually pretty clever like little rock like mm-hmm. thing. Yep. That's, like, camouflage really... Yeah. It's a rock lobster, yeah. and it can camouflage her perfectly. Yeah, it works, yeah. <laughs> and so she escapes. She gets picked up by one of their friends, who was contacted, like, right when the like when the Empire ship was landing. They were like, hey, uh, hey my bro, Saw Guerrera. you gotta come help us. And so she's basically, in their, like, bunker, and he comes and finds her because he knows where to, like, find Correct. her. Correct. This right. was all
1: planned out before.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, flash forward to the future, like, many years have passed. Fifteen, I think. I think, yeah, fifteen years have passed. Um, Galen Erzo has been captured by the Empire, and we don't know what's happening with him. Jin has escaped with Saw Gerrera, and she, we catch up with her being in an Imperial prison for various reasons. Yeah, it doesn't matter. She's yeah. captured. She's captured. She's going, she's being escorted from some asteroid... The-
1: asteroid prison to a labor
0: camp. Yeah, asteroid prison to a labor camp where they're intercepted by the Rebel Alliance who... I actually kind of like the scene. I'm going to talk about something really quickly okay, where they had, like, the, the lowest of the low stormtroopers who did not have clean armor. And yeah. I really like that. Where yeah. they're, like, they're on this, like, labor camp. They're just, like, the beaten down stormtroopers, and their armor looked like shit.
1: Well, I didn't even think it's beaten down. I mean, really what it is is, like, this is kind of a crap detail, especially for a stormtrooper, which, like, I mean, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk about it. But one of the things I love is the stormtroopers in this movie— Act like real soldiers. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And That's I exactly like this, like, what they would do. Yeah,
0: I totally yeah. And I actually really like that part about like they were like, Oh, those aren't just like pristine armor that they have. Like those are like the shit armor. It, it's real. It's
1: yeah. it's 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 got, you know, I know kind of the grit and dark is kind of thing. I don't think this movie was particularly gritty and darky, but realistic, I think, as opposed to other Star Wars. Yeah,
0: games. I absolutely agree. So the Rebel Alliance intercepts them takes Jin Erzo with them and it's by escape force by force because she tries to escape them as well by hitting it.
1: everybody with the shovel yeah i can hit it with the shovel how's that gonna help one time pounded a guy into the ground like a steak with the shovel it's <laughs> <That's laughs> a bender joke i love bender <laughs>
0: Yeah, she is ultimately captured by a character that we're going to meet uh, in greater detail later. Uh, I can't remember his actual call sign, but his he goes by K2. K2SO. K2SO, that's yeah, right. K2SO. K2SO.
1: Reprogrammed Imperial drawing. He's
0: huge. Yeah, he's a huge guy, and he just like slams her into the ground. Yeah. Oh, I love his line. He goes, congratulations, you are being rescued. Please do not resist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Yeah. So she's talking to some admiral in the Rebel Alliance, and mm-hmm. he's like, We got to talk to Sol Guerrero... We have some information from like we got news that an Imperial defector Imperial is pilot with, yes. Imperial pilot is defecting, meeting with him, and he has information on uh something that he we
1: has need. he has a message mm-hmm. from Galen Urso. That's right. The Imperial pilot has a message from Galen Urso that he was directed to give to Saw Guerrera, and there was a basically a rift between Saw Guerrera because he's an extremist and the Rebel Alliance, and so the Rebel Alliance they want that message but they need to go to Saw to get it. Now, now they can't really talk to Saw because of that rift. Right. So basically. Basically, they're recruiting Jin Ursa, Ursa, Urso. Urso They're recruiting Jin Ursa and basically saying you can talk to him because you know you were with him presumably for fifteen years or ten years. Yeah, right. He's you know, he, he raised her. Yeah, yeah. But at least that's the impression that I got. So basically, you, you know, you go to him, you get the message, you tell us the message, and you're free to go. So that is what starts her on the path with
0: the rebels. Yeah, because she clearly doesn't give a shit about the rebels or the imperial. Correct. Yeah,
1: she's very much about herself at right.
0: this point. Which yeah, that totally makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So she flies off with Captain Cadassian and K two S O to or Cad Kada- what?
1: It's yeah, it's Captain Cassian Andor.
0: Oh, why did I say Cadass? I well, I'll, I'll talk about that. Yeah, later. we'll talk about that. Actually, I know why I, I did that. Okay. But, um. Anyway, she flies off with Cassian and K two S O to Jeddah, and they're you know, there's like a little bit of talk, like there's like have to establish trust. And she, like, stole a blaster from somebody. I found it. Yeah, she just found <laughs> it. And, like, K2SO was like, why does she get a blaster and I don't? Yeah. And I was like, that's a very good question. Why don't they trust robots with blasters? Yeah,
1: for sure. Well, you know, he was a reprogrammed Imperial droid, so maybe it's like Terminator, where it's like, you know, they go bad sometimes. Who knows?
0: Maybe. But he was, he's, he has made a good point where he, his specialty is... Strategic analysis. Strategic analysis. Like, yeah. he should be, like, the only guy with a gun, in my opinion.
1: I don't know. Strategic analysis is different than tactical, right? Tactical is blaster like strategic
0: analysis is moving troops i don't pretend to know anything about it and i will not address that <laughs> okay enough. fair enough proceed <laughs> so they they get to Jeddah. They have to figure out where Saw is, and while they're there, but they go to the holy city. They go to the holy city of Jeddah. Yes, it is on the planet Jeddah, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so it's Jeddah. It's, it's, New, Je- York, it's New York, New York. It's
1: basically like Jeddah City. Yeah, yeah. And, and basically, there, you know, there that was the holy city, and there were Kyber crystals. Yeah. And so they learn. Maybe this comes later. I was going to say it now. Cause it's whatever. fine. They basically they learn that uh, they're taking as much Kyber as they can, and Kyber powers uh, Jedi lightsabers. Yes. So they're going through the city, and basically a, a blind monk. Uh, I'm just gonna call him Ip Man because yeah. he's Ip Man.
0: Yeah, they barely mention his name. Yeah, they don't so. mention
1: anybody's name in this movie, so you kind of have to. But well, they really don't. At least, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. And so, anyways, you know, he he kind of says he he can, I guess, feel the uh, feel the necklace, mm-hmm. and which happens to be a kyber crystal. a kyber necklace. Yeah, yeah. yeah, kyber crystal. And and basically, the, you know, that kind of establishes that he is at least force sensitive because he's blind. Right. So there is a ambush attack. Uh. So Cassian and Jin are there, right? Captain right. Cassian. And there is a
0: a convoy right? of like stormtroopers like with a tank yes. coming through the city. And I think I believe that they're transporting kyber crystals.
1: Yes, yes they are because they they grab that. So yes, you're right. There is an ambush attack by Sagarera's troops because he's mm-hmm. kind of that extremist. Yeah, yeah. And so Cassian and Jin are in that battle. Right. So that's actually a pretty cool battle. They have they have the tank troopers, which is dope. Mm-hmm. And you, you do see, I think, they do grab kyber crystals out of the tank after the successful attack. And right. one key point here is, um, you know, Jin saves a kid, which establishes that at least she doesn't completely only care about herself, right? right. She puts herself for a scared kid.
0: But at the same time, Cassian killed one of the rebels who was going to kill going to, her. Well, throw well, a grenade. Yeah, throw a grenade yeah. and kill her. But he also did something else where, like, he shot the guy and that dropped the grenade at like a kind of a tactical place yes so it kind of showed that he's also like one a tactical thinker but also like super ruthless of course Which is we that had a sort of been established earlier when he was getting information about right. this weapon we yes. kind of like glossed over yeah this we did weapon. and we should talk about that okay there's like this brief scene right before all this happens where captain cadassian meets with an informant they're stumbled upon by stormtroopers and the informant can't get away because his, yeah, his arm is injured or handicapped or like just off or whatever yeah and, and i so, think he's the
1: one who I, I he's the one who i believe actually they tell about the message and that's how the the rebel alliance knows yeah so we, we did it. gloss over that but
0: we did but it's fine and yeah. he shoots the guy in the back saying like oh you'll be fine and then just shoots him because he knows that he's never going to get away and he's yep. just going to be captured so it's Correct. Like, boom shoots so, that guy yeah, and yeah then captain then, Cassian basically and kills the guy casting away out. yes which kind of establishes and i think in a, a good way how there's kind of this gray area between the Empire and the Rebels. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't
1: even think it's a gray area between the Empires and the Rebels. It's a great, you know, that scene tells you a lot about Mm -hmm. Cassian you know basically he's willing to do things you know that that he has to do to complete his mission
0: what i meant to say was that it shows that the rebels aren't all good oh sure and perhaps in it, that in that way you could see that the empire isn't necessarily all bad
1: correct so this movie takes away the abstract good versus evil yeah I, and if that's what you're saying fair enough that's what i'm yeah. going for yeah, yeah correct yeah, yeah.
0: it kind it it does paint the more subtleties of the two factions in the major Star Wars episodes.
1: Correct. Just like real life. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, okay. So the tank battle happens. Then they get captured by Saw Gerrera's guys Mm -hmm. for... Oh, I, I guess there's a key here. Donnie Yen... Or, sorry, Ip Man... Kicks the uh, crap out of a bunch of stormtroopers using a stick. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. yep, we have yep, we'll talk about that. that. Yep. <laughs> so he you know, and then basically they all get captured by Sagrera and taken to Sagrera. And Sagrera at this point also has the pilot. So the pilot ha- was trying to get to Sagrera. He was captured as well
0: and uh, like tortured, like mind tortured by Sagrera to make sure that he wasn't lying. Which is like that was fair, but at the same time I was like Jesus Christ. Well,
1: that was also I guess that's supposed to show how ruthless Sagrera is. But really, what it was was a big waste of time. It was really. It honestly <laughs> It was like, yeah. there
0: was like a scene where, like, there's this like mind flaying tentacle monster, yeah, and it makes you crazy, yeah, it, it, it like shut him down for a while. The, yeah, the Bodhi is the name of the, yeah, uh, Bodhi Rook, yep, is the name of the Imperial defector, pilot, yes, who was so, a cargo pilot, yeah. So they're in Saw Gerrera's fortress, which is outside of Jetta City, yep, and Saw meets with uh Jin Erzo mm-hmm. and shows her the message from her dad. Her dad, like, handles the best. Loophole or not loophole. Plot point? Yep. The the best plot hole in all of Star Wars. No, not just, plot
1: hole. Plot point. You, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, in oh, all of right, Star okay. Wars in
0: the in the original trilogy where right, they were okay. like, Why how would the Empire not know about this like yeah, stupid
1: it, weakness put and, a grade over it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was like he
0: he's the main engineer and designer of this giant weapon. Yes. And he hid it so well that no one would find it. I'm yes. like that was that was actually masterfully done. That oh, was, absolutely. I'm like if if this movie existed for no reason other than that. Awesome. Yeah, That's great. Sure. And so they are talking with him and they're like getting that information. With Saw. With Saw. Yeah, sorry. Jin and Cassian are talking with Saw. Jin Well Jin is, not yeah, Cassian. Yeah, you're right. They get separated, I'm yes. sorry. And at the same time there's a discussion with Governor Tarkin, mm-hmm. who later on is Grand Moff Tarkin, mm-hmm. aka he's a CGI monster in this one. Okay. We'll talk about that. Yep. And he's talking to Director mean, basically was like, There's a leak in your organization. You're on thin ice. If you like, earlier they were kind of like, You're on thin ice. If this weapon doesn't work, you're basically fucked. Yeah. And then, like, they basically have taken all the Kyber out of Jeddah and they decide to test the Death Star on Jeddah City. Yes. So they do a single reactor fire and just blow up the city while Jin and Sol are talking. Yes. And so that was a kind of a cool scene where it like shows off them firing the Death Star for the first time. That oh, was awesome. That was pretty great. You don't actually know if it's going to work like, yeah, exactly. at that point of the movie. Yeah. I mean, obviously you know eventually you know, it's going to yeah. work, but you don't well, know that time. Well, the audience knew one of those things unless you hadn't seen Star Wars before.
1: Well, I mean, I'm just saying you know, from this movie that could have been one of those things where you know that it has to eventually work, mm-hmm. but you don't know that it has to work the first time. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: But they fire and it yep. blows the shit out of that city. Yep. And that was actually pretty cool. And it caused the slowest, the slow motionist explosion in the world.
1: Sand tsunami.
0: Yeah, the sand tsunami that was moving at three miles an hour instead of three hundred miles an hour, which it should have been. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not
1: a, I'm not a geologist on Death Star single reactor fire (laughs) calculations.
0: (laughs) It caused a like chronosphere like distortion where like time moves slower yeah who knows sure yeah. why not fuck it well
1: star wars is <laughs> science fantasy and fantasy always has a
0: way out right i am so <laughs> glad that you said that yeah, because, yeah so, uh, star wars is not science fiction it's science yeah. fantasy so yeah it they shot it and soul saw was basically like you guys need to get out of here. You've got the information. Like, go, go. I'm too old. Like, he's like a decrepit old man.
1: He's like Darth Vader. He's more, you know, machine he's than man. man, yes. Yeah, so. because he's
0: missing – instead of being like the pirate who has a peg leg, he has two peg legs, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And he has like a breathing apparatus, which kind of reminded me of uh, Immortan Joe from – mad max fury road oh great yeah because he had like the big mask on and all that and i was just like why did why did you have to add all these things for this character who's essentially a throwaway well i mean to
1: me you know to me that mask again is a parallel to darth vader and you know because that's an interesting take that i never took on that but i was like okay i can see that yeah yeah so that that's kind of how i read all that and and i agree i mean this well yeah keep going
0: Anyway, so they get the information and they happen to escape the slow motion explosion, which
1: is intense and cool.
0: Oh, wow, really? Cuz I was like that I got nothing from that. I'm like, "Oh, they're going to get away from this slow explosion." All right, all right. Raid. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. We'll talk. I want right. to get through this so okay, we can talk about I know, this stuff, I know, yeah. Okay. So, they escape and so they go to they go they to Edo. Edo, yeah. to find Galen Erzo. Yes. Yes. And at the same time, the Rebel Alliance has been like, holy shit, there actually is a super weapon!" Like, all of our information has been cons- uh, confirmed. They reiterate on a point that we kind of skipped over earlier, which was that Cassian was originally intended to find Galen Erzo and kill him Correct. for some reason.
1: Uh, n- Well, the, to kill him is because basically if—so one, you know, he's building this weapon in yeah. theory, right? So let's say you can kill him and stop the weapon being developed. And then the other scenario, because they don't really know. And the other scenario is he did build a weakness into this weapon, in which case... You know the weakness is there, and now he's a liability, well, right? Because he can be captured. He can be. Because here's the thing. Let's well, say they didn't know that at the time. Correct. Rebel
0: alliance. All they knew was that he's the chief like weapons engineer. En- yeah, weapons yes. engineer, and so they're like, we gotta kill him before he completes this thing. They're like, holy shit, this thing is complete. We've double, double got to kill him now because he might not complete this thing that's already been completed.
1: I yeah. I still maybe a memory mom, but I still
0: I still believe that they thought he could have been a liability because by knowing things. I I don't feel like that was established, but... Okay. uh, Anyway, so Cassian is basically like... He's... Like if his priority order was like kill Galen Erzo was mm-hmm. like priority A, it's yes. now like priority A prime. Like yeah. that's his number one thing that he's got to do now.
1: Well, yeah, because he was instructed to bring him in, but then basically I guess a general or admiral basically said, I don't care what they said, kill him. Yeah. So so he you know he's supposed to kill him. So they fly to Edu, which is basically the Imperial Research Facility where Galen is.
0: Yeah, and at the same time, Jin has like explained the weakness so that everyone in the in the plane. By the way, they picked up the monk and his his buddy. Yeah, heavy weapons guy. Heavy weapons guy who... I'm sorry if we like don't say their name in this. I because I don't know. Him. Yeah, I don't no. know them. They they said it once and then they never use them again.
1: Yeah, I guess okay. Just so we'll we'll get back on a, on the same footing. So here's what's happening. They are in a ship. So it's Jin, Captain Cassian, Ip Man, Heavy Weapons Guy, K2SO, K2SO, and Bodhi, the the, the defector yeah, Imperial pilot. Imperial
0: defector. So, yes.
1: So she tells all of them the message. Now here's a key point, and I don't I actually don't think they take it, enough advantage of it. Nobody else heard the message, right? So they and you know so they basically have to trust her, and especially Cassian, right? So he is you know he has to kind of trust what she said, mm-hmm. and so they're all flying to Edu, the, the Imperial Research Facility, at the same time. Governor Krennic is flying there to basically because he knows there's a mole or a leak about this weapon.
0: Yeah, because at the right after the successful firing of the Death Star. Director Krennic was basically like, I'm going to now rule the Death Star and like that's gonna like launch his career. Like, yes. It's gonna elevate it. And Governor Tarkin is basically like, No, I'm going to do yeah, that. You're, and, you're yeah, relieved. He's um. like, You can go fuck yourself. And he's yes. like, This is my this is my house. You come to my house and do this <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and yeah, Governor Tarkin's like, Yeah, because uh, that one guy didn't act alone Do you think that that uh that one like cargo pilot could possibly have gotten this information no yeah like that we we tracked it back to edu uh at galen urzo's facility and everyone's like oh, galen urzo yeah and, so, and then
1: governor governor krennick or yeah, uh, yeah director Governor director director so he's flying there as well yeah to, exactly to so the, everyone's
0: coming to edu correct and uh They have to They crash The rebel crew crashes Mm -hmm. Because they had to like fly low through like this cavernous area to To prevent detection They just couldn't manage it So they crash and they have to, like, march their way up through, like, the rain and through, like, this treacherous territory to find a good place where they can, like, scope out what's happening.
1: Yeah, and that's specifically Captain Cassian, who's bringing Bodhi, the yeah. Imperial pilot, with him. Yeah. And his, you know, the even K2SO points out, you know, that his weapon was in—Ip Man says, does he look like a killer? Because he felt that, that there was something about the force, about somebody he was about to kill somebody, and K2SO said his weapon was in the sniper configuration.
0: Right, and the reason why K2SO said that, by the way, was that something they kind of mentioned offhand, where I thought it was kind of odd. It like, wasn't
1: offhand, it was like in well, no, your no, face.
0: Well, no, there's another thing that they said offhand, that I was like trying to remember the first time I saw why K2SO would mention that his weapon was in sniper configuration. There's something about... During the, the reprogramming, that K two so will always say what's on his mind. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't offhand. Like, I felt like that was offhand. That they but, like, specifically originally.
1: mentioned that for that reason, and it comes into play so many times. Yeah, it's yeah. true.
0: Well, I, I originally thought that was like a reason for them to explain why sassy, like why he's so mm-hmm. sassy, and like why he can just like like be kind of a dickhead yeah. to everybody. But then they, it also was a plot element, and yes. so like that it, it took a second time of seeing it to like kind of realize that. I feel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so. Yeah, so he kind of betrays that information where he's like, oh yeah, it's in cyber configuration. And Everyone's yeah, like, holy shit.
1: Yeah, well at least Jin, you know, Jin starting con- to connect dots, right? So so she goes off <laughs> in theory to kind of stop him, right? Because yeah. that's that's a, that's her dad. Yeah. So Jin actually goes a separate way. Mm-hmm. She she starts climbing the tower and. Um,
0: the monk and his friend also leave. Oh yeah, I, they, yeah they do leave. Which yeah. they do the thing that I love, which kind of establishes them as like best friends for life. Oh they're B F S. Yeah. 100%. Oh totally, they're so great. The monk starts to leave, and the other guy goes like. Well, good luck. I'm gonna stay here, and, and the monk says, "I don't need luck. I, I have, have you." you. Yeah. And then the guy goes, Ugh, <sighs> and then like trundles off after him. I'm like, "Oh my god, they love each other."
1: Yeah. Ah. Just So those two are so wonderful.
0: Yeah. Awesome. They were one of the shining moments of this movie.
1: Yep. Okay. Anyway,
0: so they're like those three parties are like con- actually four parties because if you can count director Krennic, they're all mm-hmm. converging on the same point.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Which is basically like a shuttle bay outside. Yeah. So. Because
0: apparently meetings. In Star Wars, no meeting can ever be held anywhere inside of a building. Everything has to be outside of a ship.
1: Actually, I can defend this. Okay. Like So this is one of those things where like, you know, you'll have Im- so important people don't like wasting time, right? You know, in theory, they got stuff to do. And so basically, it's like, why would I land when I want to tell you something? or I want something from you, right? Why would I land, go inside, find you, find a meeting room? It's like, no, forget you. You come to me. Like, I'm landing. I'm getting out. You tell me what I need to know, and then I'm leaving again.
0: I guess I could see that. It just <laughs> they do kinda, that. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed kind of strange, especially for like the terrible weather on Edu where sure. it's like it was torrential rain. Everyone's like soaked to the bone. It's like, yeah. can't you just just go inside? Just walk inside those doors. Nah. there's like doors like 15 feet away. Just walk inside those doors. Yeah,
1: you'd be surprised. But that I,
0: that really does happen in real life. And, I'm I'm yeah. inclined to believe that it does. Yeah. And so that's that's fine. Yeah. But it was just like one of those things that I noticed. And sure. I'm just, like.
1: Okay. All right, so here's the stage. So we've got Captain Cassian and Bodhi, the pilot, on a ridge. Cassian has his weapon in sniper configuration, and he's got, you know, a dot on... Uh, Galen Urso, mm-hmm. and and he he fails to pull the trigger. Yeah, but he could have. Yes. So you have Jin Ursa, Urso. I mean I don't know why I keep doing that. That's my saw saw soul, soul moment. Uh, yeah. So she's climbing the, the the thing, and she gets on that platform. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Ip Man and his buddy are outside, mm-hmm. so they're going, and K2SOS in the ship. Yeah. So so director Krennic basically says one of your guys is a traitor, and he does kind of that you know SS Waffen SS kind of thing, yeah, which yeah. is you know who is it okay no one uh you kill know them all yeah kill them all it was a team effort and then galen Urso says no it was me he steps in front of him you know and uh director krennic he hits him and then yeah, he says fire him. yeah he does back him, yeah. and he basically says fire and his uh director krennic's dope ass shadow trooper special forces love these guys yeah they're the best spec ops they shoot all the engineers anyways yeah and then uh director krennic basically says what does he say like i know and the weapons complete and i blew up Jeddah city and yeah, killed saw Gerrera, yeah and know, then
0: it, basically at that point, oh, also, uh, at that point, the Imperial fleet had been, or some of the Imperial fleet had been scrambled to also just bomb the shit out of Edu. No, Rebel fleet. Or the Sorry, yeah, yeah the Rebel, Rebel fleet. fleet. The Rebel fleet had I been mean, yeah, scrambled yeah, to so, bomb Edu.
1: Yes, because, so yeah, you're right, So that was one thing. So, so Captain Cassian basically got an encrypted message back and said, told them the message, and they said, okay, we gotta blow up Edu. Mm-hmm. So they send a Rebel fleet, and then they try to call them off, but it's too late because yeah. they're already engaged. So they start basically bombing where everybody is and you know Jin is there on that platform getting bombed and a bomb hits kills dad yeah you know it was galen
0: erzo yeah. right when like they they got reunited and they're like holy like ma or uh, dad daughter <laughs> yes. yeah. holy shit and then like bomb happens yeah and he's like dying and yep. so they're like holy crap we're reunited oh we lost each other again shit. it happens yeah, it happen. yeah. I mean, that's that's that wasn't the worst thing in this movie okay so they like have this like touching moment and then everyone leaves essentially like do- director krennic is like i I've come. What I've done to do, which is like kill, like destroy this mole or mm-hmm. this hole in our security. Yep. Cassian is like, well, this is what I intended to do, but not in the way that it was intended to happen. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't actually want to do that because he kind of like came around to Jin side. He which disobeyed like, an order. Yeah, he did. He disobeyed an yeah. order. He absolutely did, and he kind of saw the point, which is like we can. Use Galen orzo. So. He's actually a defector just like us. Or you don't have to kill him. Or just don't know. have to kill him. Yeah, me. exactly. Yeah. And so basically, everyone splits from Edu. is now bombed. Everyone important is dead there yep. or left. And yes. So they boom. So the. We smash cut to the rebel council mm-hmm. who cannot agree on fucking anything right the rebel council is like half of them want to just like surrender and like because well, they're in the well, face of like this terrible might of the empire empire
1: and there's in that message i believe he said you have to go to scarif and get the plans yes because yeah, he yeah. told him about the weakness and and so that's the, the final you know basically location and so basically the rebel alliance is deciding do we attack take, scarif to get the plans yeah, yeah to yeah. stop this weapon or do we not? Which, again, I would still like to point out, they don't officially know if this message is true.
2: Yeah, no, so, no, no. So th-
1: And that was, you know, I felt that was one of the fears is, you know, hey, uh, this is the Empire, right? I mean, uh, it's like Operation Mincemeat in World War II, where they, like, dropped a body with fake plans about the invasions. Like, that could have absolutely happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. and, I, and I, I agree. And it was just kind of, it was interesting to see, like, the Rebel Alliance not be able to, not, not be able to ally on anything. Yeah, and, well,
1: you know, that's how real life
0: happens. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, but it was like all these all these disparate interests come. Coming together Absolutely,
1: and, and we, I, I, can I can I kind of backtrack here for a sec? Sure. So I'm going to books on tape here for a second. So there is a scene. It's either before the the Rebel Council discussion, but it's them on the ship and at this point you find out where Captain Cassian says you know I I had orders I disobeyed them and you know she said you know you, you know she made a comment you know it's like like oh does even even though they're wrong that makes you no know better than a stormtrooper and and he makes a point you know he said you know I've been in this battle since I was 6 years old and he's like some of us you know we we didn't get a chance to decide when to care and he mentions some of us just decided to do something about it basically implying you know she ran and hid whereas he was doing things and he made a point you know it's like
0: you're not the only one who lost people that's yeah, what you're thing, not which the other is other totally people. like a very valid point
1: well and you know i think that this discussion this discussion is so huge and it establishes so much about the characters it establishes so much about motivations and it it you know basically mentions like hey uh you know it's kind of easy to sit there in armchair critique something you know whereas i had orders i disobeyed them and this is kind of the storming form of this team and like in this scene and I love it like as he's about to climb up out of the cargo bay he basically says you know like anybody else you know basically anybody else got anything to say yeah the guy just the uh, heavy weapons guy just leans back and that's exactly what soldiers do it's like as soon as like it's like that it's like you just do something else to, you know you're done and so anyways I think that scene was important and I just wanted to talk about
0: it I agree I actually do feel like it was very important and I'm glad that you brought that up anyway so the rebel council going back really quickly the rebel council can't decide whether or not they, what to do and for some reason they're like okay well because votes don't exist unless we have unanimous decisions uh, we can't do anything well they
1: could have set it up that way just like a jury right yeah. maybe maybe the rebel
0: compact
1: says hey we all have to be unanimous or we can't do something it's fine Then that's
0: fine yeah, yeah. exactly but they're like we can't risk it so, so yeah they don't they don't and, that's and fine. so then a bunch of them a bunch of the pilots Get together or a bunch of those soldiers, soldiers get and, together and yeah. they're like, we're going to not defect, but we're going to join you and do this. A yeah. Suicide mission, essentially. Yeah.
1: They're going to they're going to Scarif. Yeah. A group is with one ship, a stolen right. Empire
0: ship. Right. The one that they came back with. Yeah. And so they leave from the rebel compound, uh, announce themselves as Rogue One and they're going to Scarif to try and get the Death Star plans. plans. This is, one thing I noticed from this is that it's the only time on Yevin 4 when someone is either coming or leaving and the guy in the tower doesn't track him with his little device. Yes. It was like every other time that someone's supposed to be coming or going, he's like tracking it with this like weird device. Yeah. And this time he like, just kind of looks up and just, like, watches them go and, like, doesn't do anything. And I actually noticed that. And it was a really good, like, little detail. that yep. Like, unless you've seen Star Wars, you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. So they, they arrive on Scarif. They are manage to, like, sneak their way through the gate, like, by like bolted you, their way through. They use
1: an Empire code. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All that. And they, they land. And basically they're like, all right, we're going to split up. Team Alpha is going to go inside and get the information. Team Beta is going to... Bravo. Whatever. <laughs> Team Team Gamma is going to go elsewhere and suicide mission themselves. uh, Basically create, like, uh, enough, like, not information. um, Distraction. Distraction. To get the stormtroopers the there. And I would just like
1: to disagree. I don't think it was a suicide mission. I think that a decent amount of them knew there was a low probability of success. Mm -hmm. But I I don't think it was a suicide mission. And and that, I I only make the difference that differentiation because i think that's important to motivations
0: you're right you're right from from an audience standpoint i'm sure. um, omnipresent you're like there's no fucking way that anybody is getting out of this that was my like, they're like that whole planet is covered in a shield no one's fucking getting out of this place but Maybe something can happen. Yeah. That well, was like, but that was like my audience view. Right? Okay. And that's why I kind of, I no, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but from their point of view, they're like, well, maybe we'll make something happen. We've, we've gotten out of like worse cages than this before. Right. That's yeah. sort of that mentality. Sure. So they go and set up a distraction elsewhere on the beach. Uh, in the meantime, the team alpha, which is K2SO, Jim and Captain Cassian, Mhm. They ambush a few the, the, troopers, inspection like the, team, inspection the inspection team. The inspection team that goes on the ship, and they right. take
1: their they take their outfits, that's, and then and they, they go s- into the facility. Yeah,
0: they go into the facility, and they're, like, finding their way through. K2SO does, like, the most, like, existentially terrifying thing possible, which is jack into another robot that's, like, the same type of robot as him, to and the like their eyes are flashing at the same time. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, that is fucking terrifying. So they're like doing their thing, like yep. which is the classic like R two D two like interface module. Yeah, they,
1: instead of USB, they got these rotating uh, circles. singing yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever that is. And I, I'm it's the interface. Can, Who cares? I, I, yeah.
0: no, I I loved it. I loved yeah. the fact they had that. Uh-uh, and it, was just uh-uh, like, uh-uh. it was like it's something interesting for the audience to look at instead yeah. of just like here's a USB plug it in. What's happening? Who fucking cares? Well, and it's
1: consistent, right? Yeah, exactly. Because if he had plugged in a USB port, then if you'd seen the Star Wars movies, you'd be like, wait, what the hell is this? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's absolutely true. But yeah, so that was kinda like kinda terrifying in a yeah. weird like like what is a robot consciousness way? Yeah. Has off. yeah and exactly, also, very also, Asimov. Yeah, exactly.
1: So in, in the movie, also at this point, uh, Director Krennic is again mm. finds himself going there.
0: Yeah. Everyone's coming to the same place again.
1: And it's because Director Krennic, is he wants the the uh tra- the transmissions from From
0: Edu to Gareth where he's like, anything that came from Edu, I need to go through it. Yeah, like, inspection. All of it. Yeah, exactly. He's yes. like, I need to, like, in case there's, like, some information he's, in there. Because yeah, he now he's, knows that Galen is a defector. Yeah, and he... Or so, a subterfuge. Yeah, he wants to know... saboteur, saboteur.
1: Saboteur, yeah. He wants to know what the information is and or find more moles. Yes. So, again, they find themselves in the same place, which is important. Mm-hmm. And one thing... I'm gonna say it now. One thing that's great about this movie is, yes, you have to put everybody in the same place, but you have to do it in a way that makes sense. And everybody keeps going to the same place in a way that makes complete sense for the character, and that's wonderful. We'll talk about that. I yeah, guess. we will talk. Okay, about okay, that. okay. So, okay. but anyways, director Krennic is there.
0: Yeah, director Krennic is there. So
1: they are they, um, you know, Team Alpha as you are. So Jin, Captain Cassian, K2SO, they are. You know, in the archival banks, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of hard drives. There's a huge battle going on. People are dying. Yeah. You know, the rebels are dying. Um, and basically, uh,
0: so yeah, so they're they're, they're going through all the archives, and some somewhere along the way, they they flash back to the rebel base, and one someone's like, get Admiral so and so on the line. They're like, he's already left. They're like what? Yeah. And so that's when suddenly, all of these like rebel fleet or ships just come out of hyperspace. And this was like, this movie did a really cool thing where they use (laughs) hyperspace in a really interesting way where like there's all these like Star Destroyers just orbiting Scarif and then suddenly they're just like all of these rebel ships are just there. Yeah. All of a sudden. I'm like, that is so fucking cool. Oh, and the, I love the, yeah, the way they you, stop instantly. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you only ever see hyperspace from the perspective of the ship. This yeah. is like, what if you were like some asshole just like looking and then suddenly pa, bu, a bu, ship bu, bu, is there? Pa, bu, 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 and like, and pa, bu, they're bu. just like, what do we do? Fuck. Yeah. And so they are getting their asses handed to them for like a solid second. While well, any ambush, right? Like yeah, like an ambush. And so Blue Team goes down to Scarab. You keep changing the name.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay. That's the that's the yeah. ships. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like cutting through. like yeah. the,
0: A battle commences. Yeah. Gold and red team are... Uh, they're oh, fighting. They're it doesn't matter. Fighters. They're yeah, fighting. They're, they're, yeah. fighting uh, they're going against the gate blue team has to get to the planet as quick as possible to support the team that's on the... Air power! Yeah, exactly. Air power for the ground support. Yes. Or ground team, they're, Yeah, they're
1: in the battle. And the reason for this is because... So, okay, their original plan was to transmit the plans. Yeah. And and basically, they cl- the Empire closes the shield gate so they can't transmit the plans through regular channels. Right. So what they have to do is they have to get the hard drive and the ship and some master switch, which is whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, they have to do some stuff, some more stuff. There is a... Hit giant antenna on top of the archival building. So the rebels have to do some more stuff yeah. activate that so they can beam that because apparently that's the only thing powerful enough to beam through the shield
0: right so what they have to do first is let the rebel fleet know because they close the gate when the rebel fleet lies, they, close, yeah. they close the gate and normal transmissions can't go out anymore yes so they have to like jack into their comm tower to blast through it and do and get like a um, a very short message out a very short message can, can go out
1: that says listen because it's, it's coming exactly, the message yeah. is coming and that's where Bodhi is killed yeah yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know uh, I guess
0: yeah. yeah so there's like a battle going on there's like AT-ATs everywhere yeah, Bodhi is killed right after he like transmits that message because they like someone like notices him in there and they like throw a grenade into yep. the the thing. and it blows it a up. cargo bay. Yeah. At the same time, Team Alpha, which is Jin or Zoe and Cassian, are they find the tape that they want to find? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a battle going like brewing outside of the archival like Built, vault. Yeah. Uh, Because K-2SO has like closed the vault and he's like killing stormtroopers Stormtroopers that are coming coming in. Which he he's being overwhelmed. Yeah, he's being overwhelmed, but he's killing them. Actually, very like oh, he's awesome. Scientifically, he's great. He should have had a blaster from the beginning. Also, he got his blaster from Jin Urzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An element of trust. Yeah, that was interesting. And he's just like, blam, blam, blam. Mm -hmm. And he's like, why did he not have a blaster from the beginning? And Mm -hmm. he's just, like, sacrificing his quote-unquote life for the cause. And he's just getting, like, destroyed piece by piece. He's being taken apart, essentially, by uh, stormtrooper blaster fire. And he gets overwhelmed. He slams his hand on the console and locks he the He tells blocks. him what
1: to do. He says, permanently closing gate. He, yeah. he he smashes the console and he gets killed.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so they are able to find the tape that they want. Like, right before that, mm-hmm. they blast their way through the glass yeah. and they climb their way up to where the tape is, pull it out. Physically grab it and begin climbing. And begin climbing to get to the antenna transmission device or platform, which is also at the top of the tower. Yeah, it's at the top of the tower. Sure, why not? Yeah, And... They get interrupted by Director Krennic. Yeah. He shows up with his team because he, like, figures out what's going on, essentially. Because yes. he's a smart guy. He is a very smart guy. And so he blasts them. He, like he, They're shooting at them. Casting gets hit. Falls on he the falls, on no platform. Falls onto the platform, but also hits, like, three girders on the way down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> only will this
1: kill you, it will hurt the entire, <laughs> the entire time you dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So he's just laying there. as a like crumpled heap. At the bottom of that platform. Jin has to, like, keep going. Yep, she keeps climbing. And so she climbs all the way up and finds her way out. Yep. She gets up to the platform. That's what matters. Yeah, she gets up to the platform. Uh, I'll talk about something that happens there. Okay. She gets up to the platform and has to, like, realign the antenna. Does that. Yep. Uh TIE fighter happens to come in, shoots the platform that she's on, so she has to jump across. Mm-hmm. Then Krennic shows up. He tries to kill her. She tells him who he is. Mm-hmm. There's, like, hold this stand-up, like, I'm actually your friend's daughter, and I'm the one betraying you, and all this information. Yep. And he's like, I don't give a shit. You my, die here. Yeah, my weapon already works, so yep. you can go fuck yourself. No. Yeah. Uh, he goes a killer, and then suddenly Cassian shows up and kills Krennic, or shoots Krennic. Shoots him in the shoulder again. He shoots him in the shoulder. He's yeah. like lying in a crumpled heap, looks like he's dead. They get the plans up to the Admiral. The Admiral and the, their fight, like the fighting is continued, and yep. the rebels are getting their asses handed to them. Like yes. the, the Empire has like basically reacted to them attacking the base and is. Beating the shit out of the rebels. Except for one scene, which is actually how they get the gate to open, which I thought was actually really cool. Which is the TIE bombers were able to disable the shields on one of the... TIE bombers. Y-Wings. Or Y-Wings, sorry. Yeah, uh, rebel bombers. A Y-Wing is a bomber, right? Yes. So they were able to disable the they
1: used they used iron torpedoes to disable one imperial star destroyer yeah and And they used a hammerhead corvette to ram that star destroyer into into the the other other star Star destroyer
0: Destroyer. so they both crash into the gate
1: facility which is
0: essentially a planet they essentially dropped what could amount to a comet into the planet oh yeah for sure it's like are there dinosaurs here hope not (laughs) (laughs) now you got oil yeah uh, and I actually thought that was a that was a good scene because it actually was one of the few times where Star Wars used physics to its advantage. Where yeah. it's like those things are in orbit; they're essentially weightless. Yeah. I could see a hammerhead uh, Corvette slamming into one and using its thrusters to like just. Push its gravi- gravity into the other ones, and then that crushing the planet. Yeah, I
1: mean it's one of those things. Like, I, you know, I, I listen up. I mean, they probably know this. I didn't read the extended universe. I don't know all. The, you know, I just watched the movies. Mm-hmm. But it makes total sense to me that they have this ship that's basically a, a coast guard cutter, an yeah. ice cutter, an icebreaker. Right? Yeah, yeah. And It's like okay, this thing can push it. Sure, I absol- good. I absolutely yeah. Like yeah. believe that one hundred percent. Yeah,
0: and I'm like that made sense. So that disabled the shield. They get the transmission from the from the surface. They get the Death Star plans and then all hell breaks loose because Mm -hmm. the Death Star... And this is the first time that I, I – I guess I always just assumed that the Death Star couldn't move that fast, but I guess it can. The Death Star jumps – comes out of hyperspace. I yeah. guess it can go out of – go into hyperspace. So it just appears into planetary orbit. Because Grand Marf
1: – Gar- He's now Grand Moffat. Mo- Grand Moffat Tarkin, right? Yeah. He basically says, like, you know, oh, there's a battle going on on Scarif. And he's like, the original plans are there, right? And they're like, yep. And he's like, set a course. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Death Star shows up and, and – He's
0: like, we'll take care of Scarif. Uh, Lord Vader will take care of the rebels. The, the, the fleet, yeah. The fleet, yeah yeah and boy does he oh. so they they come into orbit do a single reactor shot again. They yep. don't want to blow up the planet, but they take out the facility. Yes. They blow up that entire fucking facility. Yep. In kind of like a weird way. Like, I thought they would have targeted the facility directly. They uh, blow the they blow the antenna off and then let the ensuing explosion destroy the rest of the Yeah,
1: rocket. I wasn't too sure on why they did that either. But the key is, you know, I
0: think, like, perhaps it's one of those things where, like, Grand Moff Tarkin was like, oh, destroy the antenna and apparently we can do, like, surgical precision shots. Okay. Uh, I don't
1: remember to destroy the antenna but I believe well
0: he was like to take it out and so like. well he destroyed... wanted to
1: destroy the facility
0: yeah okay so yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think yeah, he that cared was about a, the antenna that was just a weird thing I think they want to do something cool actually I know why they did it from a movie telling standpoint because
1: oh you need that time you need the, yeah, time, you need the time for time.
0: the people to get down to the beach
1: well and, you know so so Director Krennic is there he sees the Death Star he sees it firing Yeah.
0: and, and, and that's like, the
1: point where it's like okay this thing that I made is now going to kill me
0: yeah you which know, is a good character arc wonderful yeah
1: yeah and then Jin and Captain Cassian are on a beach
0: yeah they go down an elevator and almost kiss but don't actually kiss thank
1: god yeah thank
0: god but then they are like sitting there and they're like hugging each other while the, like, basically atomic explosion is... There's uh, a big tsunami. Yeah, big, well, yeah. actually, they get engulfed by light. Which Oh, yeah, you're like, right. The, yeah, fair enough. Yep, yeah, it's yep. the energy from the yep, blast yep. overtaking them. Yep, they they're are, dead. They're Everybody's dead. dead. Everyone's dead. Yes. Oh, and there's actually another scene that we kind of missed out on, like, really quickly. Uh, going back to the main characters who died, hmm. K2SO, like we said, got destroyed from the Stormtroopers. Jin and Cassian get destroyed from the Death Star. However, the monk and the heavy arms go Oh, yeah,
1: they have to acti- yeah, they activate the Master yeah. Switch. Yeah,
0: the, um, they're the ones who like activate the master switch that connects the comm tower to the ship so that the, the defector guy... Can yeah, a yeah, tell him tell the rebel fleet to listen. Yeah. So the monk guy goes and activates the switch while like chanting like I am the force, and well, the, I force am woman, is with the force the forces the force with mm-hmm. me. And basically he's a force sensitive guy and the force is like guiding his path. Yep. And he gets there safely. Because he act- does
1: not get shot by the special operations and, shadow troopers. Yeah. And exactly. everybody else just gets wasted immediately.
0: Right. And so he gets there, activates the switch, and then gets like his shit handed to him.
1: Yeah, he gets he gets blown up by a grenade, his uh, heavy weapons buddy comes and you know kind of holds him in his arms and then he goes ham yeah he
0: he becomes one with the force too like yeah a little bit because he chants yeah yeah he retakes his mantle as a a, the force guardian yeah however i kind of feel like he went dark side there because he's like i am one with the force the force is with me yeah shoot shoot and he's just like he's just killing guys and he's like dark side at this point because he's like i will use my anger and my grief to destroy my enemies yeah fair enough yeah and so he's just like blam 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 And uh, then he gets taken out by uh, essentially it's the a same grenade, grenade, it's a grenade yeah, or yeah. another grenade. Yeah, it's, fine. it's like apparently the only thing that works on the stormtrooper side is grenades. Dude, grenades are pretty effective. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, grenades <laughs> are very effective. Anyway, so those two die in the best way possible. Yes. I, they're the best. So they're... Yeah, all
1: of all basically we see the deaths of the main group. Yeah. You know, we we see other folks that we kind of get to know dying, but we individually see all the deaths of you know basically noble team, right? Yeah, yeah. And and that is important. Right. So yeah, and they're so, all dead. Yeah,
0: they're all dead, and then. Uh, Darth Vader oh, arrives. Darth his, Vader. his star destroyer arrives yeah. and like gets onto the Rebel fleet's uh, flagship. Flagship, yes, and it is so wonderful. He
1: wastes them oh,
0: so hard, God. and so yeah, it, it is so great. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where the Rebel crewmen are like gathering the information. They're like they get stopped. Well, they by basically a they, br- they
1: burn a disc with yeah. the Death Star plants and that's the key. So they have mm-hmm. one disc with the Death Star plants and they're trying to get it to I guess the escape ship or whatever right it's, right. it's not an escape pod but it you know whatever it's so a Darth Vader he goes on there and and I think he knows that he needs to get so he needs to get the plans but he doesn't know what they are right, right. he knows they have the plans uh, or at least I think he does, and he needs to get them So he's. I going actually
0: don't know about that, and here's why: because he basically hap- he just like happens to be where they are, and he's just like I'm gonna kill you guys.
1: No, he he has to know because in episode four he gets on the ship and he's like, you know, search ship, I want those plans, and that's you know that's. We'll the talk thing. about that. Okay, so so anyway, so so he wants the plans, so he goes through this hallway, he wastes these rebels, and these rebels are trying to get the disc out. So the door is jammed. It's
0: a he, yeah, it's a blast shield is like yeah yeah, yeah yeah,
1: and he hands it off. You know, one rebel hands it off to another guy, just gets smoked. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's running, you know. All of his buddies are getting smoked behind him. He hands it off on the the ship, and and
0: and that ship like launches away, or he hands it to Leia. Yeah, no, no, he hands it to oh, somebody sorry. else, and then they then there's like set course for blah blah blah. We have yeah. gotta go somewhere, yeah, like yeah, yeah. They, hyperspace yeah. as, as soon as possible. Yep. Then that guy hands us like, Your Highness, here you go. And turns around, and it's another CGI monster, and yeah. it happens to be Leia, and. And that was it. Well, that
1: and they it? say, you know, they say, you know, what, what is it? And she says, hope. Which oh, they, yeah. there were well, a couple. They, th- they talk about hope. Yeah, they talk about times. hope. Co- yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Anyway, so they blast off into hyperspace, and then there's a couple of those scenes. I think that's actually right after that is when Jin. And it doesn't Cassidy really matter. Die. The order doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. And then basically the yeah the the plans get away. Everyone who was a main character dies. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Rogue and then, done.
1: yeah, okay. you, you're 30 minutes before episode four.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, because
1: like- yeah, Vader, Vader sees he's on, he's out in space at the platform and he sees that ship launching off. Oh. And so they get away. Vader standing there, the movie's over and you're 30 minutes before episode four.
0: Yep. Pretty much.
1: So, so, Everyone who had to listen to this, and we should just put a note of like, this is gonna be
0: a long one. I no, think. no,
1: start. You know, if you don't want our summary of the movie, just start at this time. Yeah, yeah, because it's about to begin.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, first impression. I,
1: I, so my first impression, and I'm gonna be honest. Um, I really enjoyed it the first time. Okay. However, I did think that the pacing was like a little bit off. Um, I did think that I was a little bored at times. But my first impression, I really liked it. Okay, I generally i'm going to talk you know some of these in generalities right Mm -hmm. but everything in this movie made sense every motivation made sense every decision made sense um you know the 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 characters because you know that if george lucas wrote this he would be he would have been like well they got to get here and somebody'd be like i want to go to scarif and they'd be like why he's like i just feel like i want to go to scarif and so you know every like you know there's there's basically three three big locations on this movie right there's Jeddah, Jeddah. there's edu and there's scarif and everybody has to converge there and everybody converges there for their own reasons Mm -hmm. all of those reasons make sense And so it's, you know, at at no point in this movie did I feel like everybody was just forced into the same location because we got to get them there, right? I really cared about the characters. Um, and here's the thing. So at the very beginning, when you said the main character is Jin, I don't agree. This movie to me doesn't really have a main character. It's it's kind of a dirty dozen kind of movie. And the point, you know, if there was a main character in this movie, the main character is the title of the movie. It's Rogue One. Yeah. It is about this team of people that are doing something extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And, and I cared about every single one of them. I didn't know their names, and I think that was a movie-making failure um you know but but i cared about these characters okay you know i i know we're going to talk about this later but it's like i think that movies need to generally be judged in a vacuum and i'm pretty good at empathy at, at least in terms of movies as in you know it's like of course you know they're going to succeed you know, because yeah. episode four exists, right? Right. And so if you wanted to, you could you kind of sit there and be like, well, there's, you know, we actually kind of talked about it offline, but it's like there's no tension. And to me, you know, it's like I try to forget that that episode four exists. And, yeah. and so I put myself in and I say, oh, you know, do these characters know that? That this message is real or not. And and no. And do these characters know that they're going to succeed? No. And so I really felt the tension. And and so I really enjoyed this movie the first time. Okay.
0: Uh, My first impression was... Uh, similar where mm-hmm. I tried to watch it in a vacuum like I tried to remember that it's its own standalone movie but I had the same problem with you and I'll actually use one of your reasons as a detriment to this movie uh, when I my first impression was that I actually really didn't care for this movie sure. I, I thought it was fine actually okay. I'll be honest sure. I, I, and I'll get into this actually I'll get into this now Fuck yeah it. yeah I'm well, gonna, bro, let's go, do go it. it I am fucking sick of Star Wars movies Okay. Point. Well, that's,
1: I mean, you're that's, co- there's going to be a Star Wars movie every year until the end of time. No, I know.
0: And that's <laughs> going to be, and that's a problem. And yeah. I think that's, I, there's something I, I was thinking about the other day mm-hmm. after watching it the second time. Okay. And I think that's the detriment of this movie where okay. it's like, this is a Star Wars movie and like, it's not necessarily the movie's fault, but I'm just so fucking tired of Star Wars movies. It's saturated. Yeah, I'm oversaturated. And it's just like, I just could not begin to care. But also like you were saying that you couldn't remember any character's names. Yeah. After seeing Star Wars Episode Four the first time, you knew every fucking character's name because they were all really good. My problem with episode, or with this one, episode mm-hmm. not at all, yeah. Rogue One, the Star yeah, Wars movie, is yeah. that I didn't know anyone's names because I didn't give a shit about anyone except for that monk, and even though I cared about him, I still didn't know his name. So,
1: so I do think, so the saturation, obviously there's nothing we can do about that, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 But I think one of the keys is, you know, we talked about it, I hated The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. The Force Awakens was awful. It was... It was fan service, the movie, and it was episode four all over again, and it was just terrible. And so when I watched The Force Awakens, I was like, that was awful. Like, can I please have, you know, it's like after Lucas sold Star Wars, I was like, can I please have my Star Wars movie? And so, like, you know, like I said, the buddy who hosted our video game or our our board game night, he hadn't seen a movie since The Force Awakens because he thought it was so terrible. And so to me, Rogue One was the refreshing, holy crap, Star Wars is back. And so I wasn't saturated. I was like, "This is the movie that The Force Awakens, you know, should have been like."
0: Okay, well, well that's interesting to me because, like, I remember going into this movie mm-hmm. and like expecting it to be like this dark, gritty, like, s- like spy movie, mm-hmm. okay. and I just didn't get that. I got like slapstick comedy. There was no slapstick oh, comedy. You're right. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. All right. You're right. I'm being yeah. a little bit. I'm. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. I was being a bit hyperbolic. Yeah. Um, I have had a couple of glasses of scotch. No. I, yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, you're right. But there was like far too much comedy that I than I wanted, which was like K2SO was a comedic character. He and, was comic relief. Yeah. And and also the monk was comedic. He like he, said he was like kind of like, Hey, I am the funny monk character. There
1: were a couple times, sure, where you know right. they they and they put the they put the bag over me. He's like, Are you kidding
0: me? Yeah, I'm, yeah, blind. I'm blind. Yeah, yeah. And that was funny,
1: you're smiling. It that's is, it, funny, it's it, fine. It
0: is, it is funny, but that's the thing, it was like that wasn't the movie that I went in like expecting to see, and that's like I was disappointed because oh, of that.
1: Okay, so I I I I'm I, sorry, I should address one more thing. So when you said you didn't know the character's names that was you know i didn't know the character's names yeah. and it's not because i didn't care about it. and so so i was thinking about it and reading and you know so in in the force awakens they say the character's names constantly right huh. there's even the scene where they run around, around it's like it's like fin, finn 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 where right. are you and she's like ray finn ray finn and so th- really what it was was the writers needed to have them say each other's names more um and and i do think that was a movie fundamental error and there probably is some element about caring about people if you know their names but again like to me it you know these are – this this is a war movie, okay? This is yeah. a war movie, and these are soldiers. And these soldiers are doing something very hard, and they're doing something that they care about for reasons that make sense, and they die doing it. Oh, yeah. and, and, and you know, it's like you might not – you know, in Saving Private Ryan right? – I was
0: I was just about to say – yeah. Sa- like talk about Saving Private Ryan because I actually cared about the characters in Saving Private Ryan, yeah. but I, I could not begin to give a single fuck about any of these characters. What are, give me
1: some character names from Saving Private Ryan.
0: I can't because it, I saw it when I was a kid, but I remember like when people
1: died, mm-hmm. I actually cared. Because 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 to me, it's like I I mean I think Saving Private is one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, and and I don't really know the characters' names. You're right, and and that's okay.
0: You're right, but that also kind of that sub like subtracts and also adds to my point. Sure. Which is like, I actually cared when those characters died in Saving Private Ryan. I, like I said, I don't care about these characters. And Mm -hmm. while I may not, I actually remember the names of these characters now, Mm -hmm. uh, a number of them, a few of them I had to watch it a second time to remember the name, but I just didn't care. Like when everybody died, I was just like, the only people I cared about was the monk and the heavy arms guy. Yeah. Still don't know their names. Yeah. It man and his bud. It man and his bud because they actually like, they were accurately portrayed as friends. Mm -hmm. Whereas... For me, I felt like Jin and Cassian were not like they were they might have might as well have been puppets
1: oh my god
0: and that's well no but
1: that's, no 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 this is this is great discussion yeah, like, this yeah, is exactly. what this podcast is for it's right, the yeah, soul of it
0: yeah exactly and so why here's why is like there was like the one scene when she was first getting introduced to the imperial fleet uh-huh. and like cassian came up and he's like he's like blah 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 and she turns him and he's like Bla, blah 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 and he turns and like blah 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 and it was Wait, like you beat, mean in beat. the cargo
1: ship or no, 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 in the, no in the room
0: in the room oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like it's like beat 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 Okay, let's go. And it was just like, "Oh, okay, I guess she has to go because for reasons." Like they like while they explain it and the reasons make sense, uh-huh. I never like even though Cassian like he's like, "It's me." do I have a Spanish or French accent you'll never know hey 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 don't talk bad about casting that guy's dope no he's not he's yeah, awful he is. Not. <laughs> like he he never made me like even that scene like where you talk about where it was very important uh-huh. I absolutely think that the writing was very important yeah. where it showed that like he's supposed to be that I, I wish I honestly wish that I had seen this movie with different actors this okay. is a, this is a movie where I'm like I wish that the actors were different because like anybody could have carried those scenes better I, I casting could not have made me care less about anything that he said or is like you don't care about anything you do not portray that accurately I don't feel any feelings for you and Jin I don't even know anything about like I just no, nothing about these people like, they could have been like I said puppets okay can I retort you I don't a retort is fine that's just my that's no no my no feelings. that's fine no so but please go ahead.
1: so so my you know my goal is you know obviously like I can't change people's minds or I guess I can't change people's minds yeah. I my, you know we knew at the house that this was going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. And and I I'm not trying to bait, I'm not trying to say you're wrong cuz you know it's art and you can interpret, it, but I would like right. I I want to give my opinion, maybe enlighten some folks. Sure, sure, sure. So so the Cassian and Jin Jin is a bad character. Okay. Um and and they should not have focused on her like they did. This movie's not perfect, but mm-hmm. I'm saying it's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. So so there's obviously flaws. Jin is a bad character. Felicity Jones was a bad actress. Like most of the, her things were just like, can you just like stare? It's like, yeah. and so,
0: but here's the thing. They, they might as well have gotten Kristen Stewart. The yeah. main character from twilight to be her. That might've been better. Yeah. So honestly, I, I
1: agree with you on that. Jen is a bad character, but, but one of the things that I was able to do is when I watch this movie, right? It, it's not about, like I said before, it's not about her. Mm-hmm. It's about, it's about rogue one. And so it's like, yeah, like this character is kind of crappy, but their relationship was fantastic. And when you're talking about Cassian, you know, uh, Captain Cassian, uh, he portrayed that fantastically. You know what he portrayed? He portrayed a military soldier who has been in war for 15 years, who has done things that he didn't want to do, that he didn't agree with, who is now in a precarious situation and he does not know what to do. And he has this person that, you know, basically, you know, should have probably been in the fight but wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that is it's not a beaten man but that is a battle hardened soldiers and that is exactly how they behave I this is a soldiers movie
0: I absolutely agree with you from the perspective of the writing and Mm -hmm. from his character Mm -hmm. all those things were accurately portrayed Mm -hmm. his actor or the director or somebody didn't do a good enough job in my opinion mm-hmm. portraying that see to so me the, the, the that, writing the writing is fine but the actor didn't make it believable see to
1: me that actor portraying that when i you know when i when he talked i was like that is that is a that is, a, that is a veteran soldier. And that's exactly what he portrayed.
0: I See, for some reason, like, when he talked, I just was like, oh, this is an actor. Like, I could just tell that he was... Like, it was one of those things, like, it took me out of the movie, actually, when he was like, I've been in this fight for since I was six years old. And to be honest, me doing that right now, I feel like I did it just as well as he did. No, you and here's... The, so... And that's he, the thing, was like, that's a very human... Like, that yeah. is a very human thing. I'm not, like... Anybody could be like, oh, imagine you're a battle-hardened guy, and then do that, like kind of like the rage that you're feeling or whatever.
1: He is normally has he is a ca- he's a veteran soldier. He's a captain. He is normally composed very well, even in stressful times. You know, when they're launching, he says, you know, uh, he's, like, he's like, "Sir, I haven't, you know, when they were leaving Jeddah, he's like, I haven't made the calculations. He says, I'll make the calculations for you." And he pushes go right. That moment and what you did was was fine too, but that moment when he says I've been this—that is a—that is a man, that is a soldier who has momentarily lost his composure, and that's exactly what he portrayed.
0: I guess, but here's the thing that I noticed. I guess, like talking about it, like all those moments that you mentioned, mm-hmm. that actor portrayed each one of them with a snarl on his face. Yeah, he went into it. He's like, I am like this like i'll do the calculations myself i've been in this fight since i was six years old yeah and like every single moment like like he he had a chip on his shoulder and 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 while that's fine it was like him exploding at her that moment that which was supposed Mm -hmm. to be like an explosion it didn't feel any different from him talking to k2so that time when he was like i'll make the calculations myself or like that's our that's the pilot we've got to get to him yeah yeah i mean there were some times there was just like that was the thing where he it was one of those things where like you had you're a one-trick pony like that actor was a one trick pony, and I I don't know like for some reason I just didn't care. Like I just I, we're talking about and we're talking about Cassian a lot, and it was yeah. just because he's like one of the main characters. Yeah, he is. I, I, I mean, all I, I can just didn't care. I can't
1: I, I can't change anybody's opinion, but what I can say is that in my opinion, you know, that was that was a veteran soldier. That okay. was a, that was a war battle soldier, and I, mean, I think he portrayed it perfectly. So that spoke and, to me, and that's the thing. Very like, well, you
0: you have been you are a military person. You yeah. have been to war, and yeah. so like you, perhaps your opinion is more valid in that mm-hmm. sense than mine but as a as a casual person yeah. as a as a civilian that it i didn't care about him i didn't feel like he portrayed that information well okay and that was it like yeah. i don't know and maybe it's like i don't know what it is like
1: yeah i mean hey like i said fair enough you're yeah, entitled yeah. to your opinion and yeah, yeah. uh you know i'm just like i said i'm just offering my opinion maybe enlightening some folks and sure. maybe you right know. yeah exactly so, so okay what, I, what are the other right, what are no, the no. other stuff no because no, no. i, I want to go through this whole movie for okay. like the first impressions All right, first impression okay. or, or or do you want to address because i know you've got a big list of things you don't I do, like have, and like, so do you want to go through this now do you want to do the second screening
0: let's do a second screening okay. now so that was like that but that those were part of my first impressions okay okay and there's the other things as well that do, I, I noticed but i'll, I'll kind of let's talk do a quick about. summary of the first impressions okay okay so, so go ahead.
1: okay so uh really liked it felt the pacing was off was a little bit bored the first time for the first impressions um that's I,
0: incredible because i was like totally bored but then when i talked to you you were like i loved it
1: oh uh, you're standby
0: for second screen okay. Uh <laughs> no and, no but we talked about it the first screen you're like i really liked it
1: i uh, know i did really like it
0: oh but you just said you're bored
1: no, no no there were parts where i was bored
0: oh yeah, yeah sorry,
1: no I no, no so, so there's an overall impression and then the first screening it's like there's times are on board and like you know i thought some of the stuff was paced kind of slowly in Jeddah, you know and there was stuff they should have cut out which i think they did and so first impression did enjoy it was bored a little bit that's it okay
0: really quickly with my first impression like like i said i was bored by it almost entirely mm-hmm. including the battle scene sure i really hated the first oh we didn't talk about this in our synopsis but okay. like darth vader appears twice yeah but, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, the yeah. first time with darth vader i fucking hated it i actually like as soon as that scene ended i put my hands in to my head And mm. then I bowed my head Actually what I should have said Was like, like I just kneeled down And I was just like Covered my face With my hands with Because a... I was like So like Frustrated and embarrassed Okay And because I was like but Here's why Is because Darth Vader was always portrayed As like this very stoic Like Drive Like he was just a crushing force He's like, a Waffen SS officer Yeah exactly His will will be done No matter what And mm. then in this one He's like He's he's like a dad Talking to a child Where he's like Oh well shocks, kiddo it sure does suck that these other things happened. I'm I'm being hyperbolic. Of course, I realize. Like I can yeah. see, like I can see, like the absolute disinterest in your eyes, yeah. like looking at me. But yeah. I was, like he just like had like so much expression in his voice. And in the first episodes, Darth Vader had he was totally stoic. That Were might he,
1: have, that might have been recording or technology or James Earl Jones being an actor. I think that yeah. is a technology thing. Yeah. Where
0: I think they actually lost the original recipe to uh. like make his voice sound like that. Yeah. Where they don't have like those old technologies anymore. We talked like yeah, Sheila yeah, yeah. pointed me again. We talked about that. Where it's like. Her friend Steve, we Sheila, Steve, and I saw it together. Sure, that was my first impression. Cool. And Steve, I think, pointed that out. Whereas, like, the technology, I think, was or Sheila pointed out, where like maybe the original recipe was lost. Yeah, yeah. And that might be the case. But I still... do agree.
1: I preferred the original voice. Yeah, but exactly. This one didn't yeah, bother but me. even
0: if it was not the original voice, like James Earl Jones could have just like leveled it out. Sure. And then like at the end, he made that like stupid dad joke. And while I know that Anakin Skywalker is a dad, yeah, he doesn't need to make dad jokes.
1: Okay, okay. So I want to, I want to, I, I do want to address the Darth thing here so because so one i do agree i I, th- I really do think that at the first one they're like hey james can you just read these lines and then i think for this one they probably like hey can you act these lines where or like you said i you know maybe the original formula was lost or yeah i if he would have been more stoked that would have been fine
0: mm-hmm. um it would have been way better my
1: everyone miss darth vader i love darth vader yeah everyone misremembers how vader was mm-hmm. vader was he so people make fun of him he, you know, even Leia, yeah, they said, oh, like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. still you're still claiming to that old religion. You know, yeah, Leia it's, it's so Leia weird. even says, you know, oh, Grand Marf Tarkin, I expect her, whoever like, Vader has you. Like, you have Vader on a leash. Yeah, like, yeah. Lord Vader is, he's powerful and he's respected, but he is not this all-powerful, amazing thing that people remember. They just remember that because it's cool. Right. But everything well, in here makes perfect sense.
0: In Episode 5 and Episode 6, like, Darth Vader's, like, heightened. Like, his platform is, like, way high, but you're right. In episode four, everyone's like you're the dog of the emperor. Yeah,
1: they made, they make fun of him. And yeah. so it's like the thing where it's like, obviously people are scared of him when he goes and visits. You know, it's like, it, it's just, you know, he's not this grand imposing force that people remember. Um, And yeah, the dad joke, I mean, I, the dad joke didn't bother me. It was, I, maybe it was out of character. I don't know. But like everybody seemed to flip their mind about the, the Schwarzenegger pun of the dad joke. It kind of made sense
0: to me. I could see him saying that, but it just didn't bug me. I, that was the thing was like, I couldn't see him saying that. It didn't, it was actually a fine joke. Yeah. It was, and it actually fit... In the scene, I just didn't feel like it fit the character of Darth Ah. Vader. But, like, at the same time, I think you're more of a Darth Vader fan than I am. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, I didn't care for it. I really, I actually really hated that, the entire scene. They could have, that's one of the scenes they could have just easily cut. It, It was just, it's another scene of director Krennic like toadying up to somebody above him which yeah which makes sense for his character i do
1: agree though yeah. um
0: because it, it didn't have any payoff either because it was like if he was like begging darth vader to get audience with the emperor then mm-hmm. there should have been a scene after their success with director krennic getting an em- like seat with their or uh, a uh, seat with the emperor or like audience with the emperor but that didn't happen so there was like no payoff for it they just needed to have darth vader in there again yeah
1: i agree and they could i agree with you they could have cut yeah. it kind of, or they could have done like a hologram and he still could have force choked him oh, you know yeah, to to something. establish that yeah. right yeah. So so I, I agree. i would have
0: been honestly that would have been amazing if yeah. Darth Vader can force choke someone through a hologram. It, well, he force
1: be... he force chokes the admiral through the screen right in the the first movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. About so that. yeah, he can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's just so funny because you know, you and I were talking, and it seems like, and I have like six data points. People who liked the Force Awakens hate this movie, and people yeah. who like this movie did not like the Force Awakens. And the Force Awakens, like I said, that was just pure fan service. I hated it. It was this recycled trash. Um, And everybody who loved it, like... I'm not attributing this to you, and I'm kind of being hyperbolic here. That's fine. But but it seems like the people who like The Force Awakens, like, they were never going to like this movie because it's a new story. It's different, and that's my opinion. We'll talk about that. But it's that thing where it's like, you know, talking to folks, they're like, yeah, it was okay, but that Vader dad joke, boo, this movie sucks. Like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen because Vader made a dad joke. And it's like, yeah, like, okay, it wasn't the best. It didn't bug me, but it's like they, you know, it just seems like there's so many, like, nitpicky things just like that where they're just like, boo, boo, this movie sucks, Vader dad joke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay so and I will give like some some credence to your thing yeah. where, like I actually I liked The Force Awakens yeah. I didn't love The Force Awakens I'm not going to come across as being like the biggest advocate sure, sure, for The sure, Force sure. Awakens yeah. but I I actually re- I enjoyed myself
1: and, Yeah and I'm not saying you are but, yeah, yeah yeah
0: so it is interesting that it's like you hated the force awakens yeah i liked the force awakens you liked rogue one yes. and i absolutely hated one right. so there is like some credence there yes and i don't know what that is necessarily it's I, because been, people like the force awakens just
1: like recycled star wars stuff they're like what's all this new stuff i hate this not, that is
0: not at all what
1: uh, that it the, is. the force awakens was pure recycled trash fan service
0: perhaps but at least i cared about the characters and like I, that was my point with rogue one where it's like all these things happen all this tension was like presented mm-hmm. and then immediately resolved as quickly as possible you mean in this movie? In this movie, uh I mean. So because it, and I'll, here's yeah, my okay, example okay, for that. I was I. This is one of the few times where we said we'll talk about that later, and I'm actually gonna okay. Talk let's do about it. That okay, later. yeah. So there when Jin is climbing up to the top of that tower, uh-huh. when after she got the disc for the Star Wars plan Star okay. August, yeah, she climbs up and there's this like grate that opens and closes yeah, periodically. Yeah. Sure, and it she jumps up through that, uh-huh. and like it presents itself as this moment of tension, and it presents itself as like this this big tension moment and then is immediately resolved that is this entire movie every every moment of tension in this movie is immediately presented and then immediately resolved there's no building action for any amount of the tension
1: oh see i disagree completely so i i did not like that scene i did not like the little choppy gate yeah it was was, like why did you even have it yeah i i agree just but i'm using that as
0: a metaphor for the entire movie
1: i understand so the tension in this movie is is this movie is building up to that final battle and getting the plans and that is your payoff that is Mm -hmm. i so one of the things i did during my second screening because i really wanted to get some data was i timed everything oh that's neat yes because because i felt the pacing was wrong during the first part Mm -hmm. one of my first screening and so the second one i timed stuff that battle that climax is 30 minutes long this is a
0: two hour movie so no it's a it's 90 minutes I actually went and looked on IMDb. It's it's one thirty three. Really? Yeah. Can you double check that? Let I me mean, double check that. Because really my go, go ahead and keep talking. Okay.
1: Um, and I could be wrong on that, but that final scene on Scarif was thirty minutes. The battle. Okay. And so let's just you know I think we can both agree that the Scarif battle was very long in the movie. It's a big percentage. Yeah, yeah. And so that I I think maybe one of the things is I took a very macro perspective to this movie, and I think maybe you took a micro one.
0: And that might be the case.
1: Because like I said, this is a soldier movie that's about Rogue One and what they do.
0: It's an hour thirty three. So they spent 60 what it, what minutes. What does it say that? It's at the... Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. We're looking at IMDb Wait, at the and moment. Wait, well, 133 minutes is two hours. 60 times wow. two.
0: Yeah, you're right. It, I <laughs> it, was is, thinking, two it is two hours long. It is two hours long. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Because, so, yeah, no, I timed no, no. it. All right, all right. Okay, good. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, for the audience, what I did in my head was I looked at it and said it, it said 133 minutes. but For 3. some reason, I, saw, I thought it said 1H33 yeah. Min. Yeah. And so I thought it was like one hour, 33 minutes. Yeah. No, it is 133 minutes, which is essentially two hours, two hours which yeah. I actually thought it was when I watched it the mm-hmm. first time. I'm like, okay, here's another two-hour slog.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is you know, it is kind of a long God,
0: Here's another thing I'm going to get onto really quickly. Okay, this okay. might be like a part sure. of like why I don't like this movie. Uh-huh. Why is every movie these days two hours or longer?
1: Oh, I agree. I mean, you and I have talked about the 90-minute movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, could, I, I agree.
0: I, I think this movie could have been amazing if it was only 90 minutes. I so
1: agree. There years. there are tons of stuff. that they, they could have made this movie better by cutting out a lot of stuff. Stuff. that and whole oh my God the pilot and the psychic thing get rid of it yeah, yeah. the 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 chomp chomp gate get rid, get of, rid it. of it I don't Darth, care
0: that whole Darth Vader scene absolutely get rid of sure. it sure
1: or do it a different way short. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Not the
0: second one because that second one was imperative to me getting a
1: huge boner. That that second Darth Vader scene was basically like, I just want, you know, Darth one and it's just him wrecking folks for like, you know, two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, they could have made this movie better by cutting that stuff out. Absolutely. Um, I,
0: I think that there is a thing right now in the current era where like filmmakers do not trust audiences to get information. So they got like, we got to get as much information in there as possible. So,
1: okay. I'm glad you brought that up because I totally forgot. So I talked about it earlier where you said there was an offhand comment about k2 where he just says what's on his mind and i immediately for whatever reason maybe because i'm smart that's not true but i immediately picked up this is important right and it establishes him being comedic because some of the stuff he says is hilarious you know it's like we'll die in the vacuum of space not me i can survive in space that's funny but i knew that this might be important and basically the director is telling you hey Pay attention to what k2so says Mm -hmm. that is exactly what that one line is in a worse movie or in a movie where the director didn't trust the audience it would have gone probably something like this like that's part of the reprogramming he says stuff whatever's on his mind sometimes he says stuff that i don't want people to know or maybe other people don't want to know so sometimes you should listen to him and 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 so that one line basically if you know if somebody's like k2 is stupid or he's funny and all they do is listen to him when he's saying funny things they're going to miss out on very important information such as you know that that his weapon was in the sniper configuration mm-hmm. he says it as a but that tells Jin, hey uh you know
0: he's, he might kill
1: you might kill your dad and and so the director absolutely trusted the audience in this movie
0: in that in that scene yes there is that i i and Perhaps it's not the director not trusting, maybe it's the editor not trusting the audience. Like, oh, we've got to get all this information in there, or mm-hmm. they maybe they didn't have enough scenes to make an hour thirty three, and they needed mm-hmm. to get like a somewhere around two hours. Maybe there was like. Some well, I'm not talking about the length of yeah, these yeah. comments. I'm but, talking about and, trust. Right, right. And so the here's why I didn't pick up on that the first time because it was sandwiched around a joke, and so there was like a comedic scene, or she, he said something comedic, and then Cassian was like, oh, don't don't listen to him. There's this blah 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 like the reprogramming makes him say whatever's on his mind and that was why it was like it felt like a throwaway because it was, like, joke and then, like, oh, uh, he's the funny man. I'm the straight man. and okay. then there wasn't anything important there. Okay. And that's why I, like, while I was watching it the first time, I'm like, oh, okay. Then Cassian, like, don't listen to him because he's just a funny character. He's the abbot to Cassian's Costello. I mean. Or the opposite. I don't know well enough.
1: No, no, that's fine. No, I understand. Yeah. I mean, all I can say about that is just, like, sorry, dude. Like,
0: yeah. if
1: somebody didn't pick up on that and I... <laughs> No, I, I, agree that, yeah. I agree that I have other like, examples of this, by the way. Oh,
0: sure. S- I, I, but I will say that like, you're right. Like the, that was definitely a scene of the director establishing trust with the audience. And mm-hmm. perhaps like as an audience member, I didn't fulfill that trust.
1: Yeah. And you know, so just more, you know, one other example of this, just, just, just in case somebody accuses me of saying like, Oh, that was one time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you to just, you know, our listeners. What's up? In I internet? understand. So, you know, uh, at the end or close to the end, Grandmarf. Grand Moff Tarkin. Moff. It's M O F F I don't know why I can't do that. I I could
0: saying Sol 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 Sereira instead of Sagerera. Yeah,
1: Kia Sol (laughs) Serrera. So So there's a part where Grand Moff in, yeah there you go uh he uh he basically towards the end they say you know oh there's a battle at scarif or or director is a uh, uh, director krennic is and he goes isn't that where the original death star plans are and they're like yes sir and he's like set course in a worse written movie it'd been like the original plans are there that means we have to get them or else the rebels are going to get them and they will know about the weakness or you know whatever it's like yeah. so we need to set course right now so that we can stop the rebels from getting the plans and like there's none of that it's yeah, basically yeah. I, set I, course i
0: absolutely <laughs> agree like that that was that was a scene where that was well, like that was well yeah, like that's
1: all over this movie. I at least picked up on them.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. We're that That's what I mean, though. Was like there was like that key moment with K2 that that was established. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think it was established well enough or like it wasn't established in a way that I picked up on. Mm-hmm. And that's like, again, it's my impression that it stuck with me when when it was important to listen to K2SO. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, because I'll... they were like don't listen to k2so and i'm like okay i guess i won't listen to k2so
1: yeah i guess we just won't see eye to eye but i i like i think there was a huge amount of trust and i think maybe some of the folks that didn't like this movie maybe like you said just didn't pick up on it and and that could be part of it okay so all right so do you want to say something do you want me to go to my other points
0: i don't i don't have anything okay
1: i got i still got more points Um, i'm like super sorry internet
0: Yeah, we're okay. gonna go for a while on yeah, this. Yeah, we're
1: gonna go for a while, but hopefully this is good. Okay, so and
0: here's here's why we're gonna go for a while on this, because we're both fans of Star Wars. I mm-hmm. believe that you're more of a fan than me, and I'll give you credence to that. Like you're more of a Star Wars fan. I'm than not a I super am. fan, like I, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. just just not not just for Shout folks. out to our friend Chris Schwab. We're not Chris Schwab.
1: Yeah, we're not Chris Schwab or, yeah. or Megan. Oh <laughs> Megan. Yeah.
0: But we are both fans of the series. We were raised on the series and so we have like a lot of opinions about it. Yeah. And like Well
1: and this movie is especially so interesting because it's, it's a person of its like. This movie's polarizing in a very, I think, interesting way. Okay. You mentioned CGI monsters. I know the internet flipped out about that. I'm just going to say real fast. uh I did I maybe I got I know I have bad eyes I wear glasses mm-hmm. or maybe like it just works on me but when that I first watched this movie I looked up on to I was like was that Carrie Fisher like was that the was that was that Grand Moff Tarkin I was like is that guy still alive no. so so it looked it looked fine to me oh it, really nice. the first screening I had zero idea and, and then I knew about it and the second screening I specifically watched because I was like maybe I just missed it mm-hmm. and the second screening like there were parts I was like I could tell but I think it was super well done and I'm thinking of like Arnold Schwarzenegger in like t3 where it's like oh my god this looks terrible you know and, okay and, i
0: haven't seen i haven't seen genesis, oh okay
1: so. yeah well this i think this was t3 but well i thought t3 was genesis i believe that's t5 i think t4 would be terminator salvation and then t5 genesis oh wow yeah i'm way behind on i love terminator <laughs> okay, that's right. yeah yeah okay all um, right go ahead uh but uh you know i there were points where i could see it but it, it just it to me i thought it was very well done and and it didn't it definitely didn't take anything away
0: I now here's something I will say it is definitely well done. Mm-hmm. I while I called them CGI monsters the reason why is because it was so fucking weird. Where like they were clearly CGI and while it was like masterful CGI. Uh-huh. I, here's, I will give it credence in this way mm-hmm. the pro is that I'm glad that they did it because it at least like moved the technology mm-hmm. along so that like maybe we actually could get like something that looks really really good mm-hmm. like that that looked good Yeah. Cool. I'm, I I want to see something that looks like really really good Sure. but for me that was like clearly CGI but mm-hmm. I'm also the kind of guy who like when I watched uh, Captain America's Civil War mm-hmm. I noticed the CGI oh and they're like, was, like flipping the most, around yeah, 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 yeah they're flipping around there's like one part where they're like there's a red pie and then, like, suddenly the pipe was, like, torn off by, like, somebody. like sure. or, Like, and they it was clearly CGI at that point because mm-hmm. the hue shifted. I'm the kind of guy who notices that. Well, so I,
1: I noticed that, too, in okay. Captain America. And oh. I just I just didn't notice it in this movie. Oh, okay. That's maybe they, like, designed it for my eyeball. Yeah, it could be. Because it looked great to me. Yeah,
0: for me, it was just like, oh, my God, this is, like, a terrible CGI, well, like, monstrosity.
1: And when I was reading about internet comments about people, it's kind of that old thing where it's like, to me, it's like, yeah, maybe it wasn't great. Maybe you can see it. But, like, to me, it's like, it's that same thing like, you know, Vader made a dad joke in the CGI. Boo, boo! This movie's awful. And I'm like, will you please big picture this, folks? Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> and that's why, like, I'm I'm a little bit hesitant to like, I don't want you to lump me into that. Because I'm, I'm not trying not, to. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like, that's not why I didn't like this movie. Those are po- those are reasons why I didn't like this movie. Mm-hmm. But that's not the entire. Fair reason. enough.
1: And yeah, I'm not bringing these things up. I'm bringing these things up because you know when I listen you're, to you're trying podcast, to, you're
0: trying to talk about the zeitgeist.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I, I want to address something. Yeah, I want to address yeah, yeah. everything too. Okay. So. Oh, so so thank you on that. So the last thing is so when I said data for the timing and it's kind of that runtime thing. So in this movie I in the when I saw the second screening I really the timing I think actually I think it fixed itself because I understood. So to me there's there's you know, there's three locations and there's a rising action and a little a climax at the location and then they gotta get to the next one. Hmm. And there's a rising action, a climax at that location, they gotta get to the next one, and then there's the, the huge payoff that thirty minute battle, which is twenty five percent of the movie. Right. Which is awesome. So and, you know, if you want to bring up the point we kind of talked about offline about the simplicity of this movie, like, I think now might be the time. Because I, I,
0: yeah. I have an opinion on that. Okay, so I will actually bring that up where you're, like, there, you were absolutely right where there are, there are those three segments and each one has its own rising, rising action client like, falling action. That's kind of the problem with this movie is that there's no, like, this might as well have been three mini- mini parts okay like this could have been like three things that we saw on hbo where each episode it was like three episodes and each one had its own climax and falling action i absolutely would have agreed with Mm -hmm. you because that that is a very good point however the problem with like in storytelling there needs to be a cohesive singular rising and falling action Mm -hmm. and each time there was like the rising action falling action i went back to zero and i didn't feel like the increasing tension to get to the ultimate climax it was just three little like bit bit, bit. yeah
1: well, I, I agree so they could have, you know, they're they basically, you're right in that there were basically three separate sections and they could have totally done one where it's basically like they could have cut out the whole section and been like, oh, turns out, you know, it was whatever, right? Right. This is a Star Wars movie. And again, people misremember Star Wars. Episode four has this. Yeah. Where it's, that's just what Star Wars movies are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, they, okay, we have to go, you know, confront Vader. We're captured. Probably misremember the movie. But you know what I mean, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. The Star no, Wars I, well, movies do this.
0: I actually... <laughs> was thinking about this because yeah. we you and i separately watched rogue one at mm-hmm. different times mm-hmm. and then at for some reason fate saw us coming together to your house yeah where we watched a new hope. a new hope together yes. episode four together yes because you were showing your girlfriend shan yeah the episode because she's never seen it yeah and I, yeah. I remember thinking that i was like oh it kind of does actually have those like rising and falling actions really quick yeah. however i felt like in that one Something they do is that each of the rising and falling actions builds on to the the greater tension. Mm-hmm. Whereas in I did not feel the same way in Rogue One, and I I don't necessarily know why necessarily mm-hmm. because like while there there is actually cohesive reasons between each one. Yeah. Between each of the the I'm gonna say episodes. Sure, essentially, they, they might as well not be acts. They might as well be episodes inside of this. Inside of Rogue, movie instead of Rogue One. Inside of Rogue One. Yeah. So like each time they went to a climax and then they went somewhere else it reset the tension and they went somewhere else it may it may was my impression it
1: may have reset the tension um but the characters were changing
0: right uh, and
1: and that that was the you know that was the motivation to me
0: i agree however uh rising and falling action and like climax and things Mm -hmm. like that relates to tension and okay. while the tension got reset, it, it it never got to that payoff. Is what I was like would have liked to have seen, where like everything was like coming together to rise to this climax. While the battle scene at the end was this like really good payoff, mm-hmm. I kind of also didn't care.
1: Okay, so so to address that, right? You have at the very beginning of this character, she doesn't really care. Yeah, and and she's we, me. Yeah, yeah, and there there are you know there are basically three. I'm going to say acts because I disagree with you on episodes, but okay. but but I'm not you know no, there's no, no, three no, acts. No, it's fine. At the end of the movie you know this woman is basically sacrificing herself this team mm-hmm. is sacrificing themselves uh, you know for for the cause and I do agree I think the Jeddah was by far the weakest act I, yeah. I could have been a okay with just chopping that whole thing out mm-hmm. uh, the edu thing I think it was actually very well done I, I mean I absolutely e- loved it yes and and then you know like I said these characters have changed you yeah, know yeah. that that in the shuttle Bay you know she is beginning to devote herself when you join the military, right, you're basically, mm-hmm. you're signing up to take some time out to do something bigger than yourself. Right. And in that cargo bay, she does that. And she does that by talking to, you know, a, a war veteran, basically. Right. And and that leads to the next thing. Because otherwise, that, if that wasn't there, I'm sure the criticisms would have been like, this character just, like, flipped. Like, she didn't care, and now she's sacrificing herself. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's how they chose to do it. And 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 I do agree, it's simple, and it's basically three separate acts. Didn't bother me. The characters were changing, and the other thing I like about that is again, this is a war movie, mm-hmm. and this is a soldier movie. And I'm going to qu- uh, quote everybody's favorite Klauschwitz, which is this movie is kind of simple. Mm-hmm. And as Klauschwitz said, in war, everything is simple. The problem is the simple things are difficult. Right. And really, war is pretty simple. And this is a war movie. And and you know what they try to accomplish, they. They have a hard time doing it, and in the end, they all die for it, and that's what war is, and that final battle is how battles happen. The chaos of it, it was just, to me, it was just, it made me feel weird. Yeah, (laughs) like,
0: I absolutely agree where, like, I'll agree with on the battle thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that definitely felt like a real, like, war battle where they're like, we got the surprise on them. Let's, like, press the advantage. Shit! We lost our advantage yeah. because they scrambled all their TIE fighters at once. Yeah, what do we do? Oh, for that, sure. And I was like, holy shit! This yeah. totally felt like a real battle. Yeah, that pe-
1: was, people are getting shot. Stormtroopers are overrunning guys for getting there. There, that was exactly what happened. Yeah, happens.
0: I absolutely like that. Totally felt like a real battle. Like, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're like, we got to get the information and get it out to them. Like yeah. all that information. Like that. Because you don't
1: yeah. want to die for nothing. No,
0: I absolutely agree. <laughs> but I will kind of go on one thing that you said, which mm-hmm. is like this is about Rogue One. Yeah, I. It is didn't care like i didn't feel like rogue one was at all established like and here's why it's like it you're like this is about rogue one Mm there isn't there was i don't remember a period when Jin talked to heavy arms guy Mm -hmm. or heavy arms guy talked to k2so Mm -hmm. or k2so talked to the monk like those that's a team and there's like Three members who, like, talk to each other, and everybody else is just kind of there.
1: Oh, so, okay. So, I, I think I can address this. So, so if you if you go through the story of building Rogue One, mm-hmm. right? So, you put Jin and Captain Cassian together because they have to. Mm-hmm. They kind of have a thing. I'm going to say they kind of establish themselves as a team, yeah. right? Okay. So, yeah, they go. Their,
0: their trust has been established. And yes. there's also, so, that trust has been established. The trust of the monk and the heavy arms guy. Let me, guys get, yeah, let me, well get let me get there. Let me get there. Let me get there.
1: Okay, okay. so because I'm just gonna go through the movie, and mm-hmm. what I saw was the team building. So there's that the ambush attack, and then obviously the you know the monk and heavy weapons guy, itman, man. So their trust is established, and then they kind of join in the. So now you have four characters together. They're yeah. in a jail cell. They talk a little bit. Um, I don't think they're really a team yet. Yeah. Um. You know, they capture the pilot. I still don't really think they're a team yet. They go to Edu. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So you already have Ip Man, his buddy. You have Jin and Captain Cassian and the Captain. So the Captain and, and Bodie. Bodie. So they go, and at that point, I really felt like they bonded. So now you have that bond. Let me finish. So, somewhat. I, I okay. I'll okay. let you finish. I'm sorry. Okay. So now you have you have, and uh, it's only be, it's not because I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just going to forget if I don't do it. Uh, no, I absolutely. I yeah. totally understand that. So you know, honestly, Ip Man and his buddy, they're not part of the team. They go separately. Even K2SO says, uh, if they get back, we're leaving them. No, so yeah. they're not really part of the team. So that scene that I just keep going back to in the cargo bay, you know, the one where anybody else, at that point, that's kind of storming, and that is the beginning of the formation of this team. That's the foundations. So they go back. The Rebel Council basically says, we're not doing it, um, and then you get your ragtag dirty dozen, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing where she comes out and says, you know, how can they not do it, things like that. And uh, and uh, Heavy Weapons guys like, how many do you need? And then they point that. So at that point, you know, uh, Heavy Weapons Guy and, and Ip Man you know that they're foundation like, they were built. In. They are now part of the team, and 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 this is God. I love this movie. When he says, <laughs> when he says we leave, and he's like, "What's your call scene?" He's like, "Rogue One." That scene went on for too long, but he says, "Rogue One." When he says, "Rogue One," Rogue One is there. Yeah, they are yeah. there now because of all the work that was put in by putting these people in these pretty simple scenarios of rising action, rising, rising. So at that point, they're Rogue One.
0: I I absolutely agree. Like if I were living that moment, like i'm going to go back to again sure the writing of the movie Mm -hmm. definitely establishes that Mm -hmm. it's for some reason the actors just do not portray that um i totally agree like Mm -hmm. if i were living that moment and Mm -hmm. i was like sitting there with bodhi and he was Mm -hmm. like we are rogue one i would have like immediately like scratched rogue one into my chest sure i was like i absolutely know that if i was in that moment yeah. I totally was like I am a member of Rogue One. Yeah. I'm Rogue One first, Rebel Alliance second. Sure, sure, sure. However like even the like how many do you need? It was I that that whole scene, all of that, I just I don't I just didn't get that from the actors. Like, or even like, even at that moment from the writing, it was just like, oh, these guys. There was, like, no moment where, like, oh, the, these guys who, like, listen, they suddenly want to join up. Mm-hmm. That could have been one of those things where, like, they took out other things to, like, add just a moment where there was, like, this, like, Cassie, like I would have loved to have seen, like Cassie, and like, no, we've got to like, like we, I believe in her. Like, he doesn't do
1: that though. That's know, that would I be know. so against his character. Well, like, but that's the thing. We're this looking... is a composed man who, occasionally, or, you see in the cargo bay, loses his composure.
0: If that, if he would have, he just he doesn't I, do uh, that. I was using him as an example. Okay, okay, okay fair like enough. Somebody like rousing the troops in a way and like coming, like kind of like this, like Patton, like or not Patton. <laughs> uh, what's his name from? Oh, fuck that, oh, Patton. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, General, like, General Patton, Patton yeah. like in the the scene where he's like standing in front of the the big American flag and he gives yeah. a, like rousing speech, or Guile from the Star <laughs> Street Fighter movie. When ah! like,
1: Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get in my boat. I'm going to go up river. I'm going know, to kick, kick that son that of a bitch bison's bison ass so it, hard that the, the next, next bison, bison wannabe is gonna feel it. it.
0: I wanted something like that. And I know that's like definitely like that's a, a movie tropism. Yeah. And like if they did that well, I would have been like, yes, Rogue One is like all in. Instead, they had this like kind of weird moment where she's like, oh well, the Rebel Alliance is totally not going to yeah. like support us and. Cassian's like, well, what are we going to do? And then Heavy Arms guy's like, how many do you need? Yeah. Oh, we happen to have all these guys who totally agree for some reason. People do that. I, I know. Yeah. I know people do that. <laughs> but that's one of those things where it's like, movies have to exist in a vacuum. And it's like, I don't, I shouldn't have to walk the walk that the director should have
1: walked so right? so to address that you know part of it is i am super glad there was no rousing speech because that's a trope at the very end i was like so my biggest fear going to this movie was like everyone's gonna live and then i oh, saw no.
0: i saw a cat. and a kiss was coming yeah, yeah and, i totally and saw and I, I saw a
1: kiss coming on the beach and it didn't and mm-hmm. i loved it and there was no yeah, rousing absolutely. speech there was no kiss and everybody freaking died but they completed their mission and there were no movie tropes and that's how war happens and it, here's the thing. The episodes are about heroes. Yeah. Okay. The episodes are about heroes. These big, larger-than-life characters. Yeah, these largest characters. This movie and hopefully forward movies are about the soldiers. They're about the soldiers living and dying in the trenches so that the heroes can do their job. And, you know, there's, there's – you know, I hate to say it, folks, and I can understand. You know, I don't go to movies to see real life because I have real life. I get that. Yeah, yeah. But this is life, and this yeah. is how these things happen, and I loved it for that.
0: I agree, Ed. I I absolutely agree with you on that. There just was something about the way that was portrayed that just didn't get to me on that level. And I. And here's another thing Mm -hmm. going again, like, to. Kind of circumvent that a little, sure, bit. Sure, and not, sure, not at all. Too like it you just reminded me of something. Yeah, fair
1: enough. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Uh, and I, I guess I can't address that. I, I Actually, I, I want to talk. That's yes, it. I can't address that that section where like this is about life. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It is about life, and perhaps that is the way that people are. Mm-hmm. I just know that there are moments in my life when I I don't want a rousing speech, mm-hmm. but I want a reason to do something, mm-hmm. and. For me, that reason was never established for those other soldiers where they were like, we think that we need to do this. Like that person definitely like that person believes in it. But like, well, it was kind of so. So in the in the in the the, uh, the council, this this would be a moment when if you you in the military were like, my boss, my uh, commanding officer isn't giving me a direct order to go do something. I'm going to do something on the merit of some random Joe Schmuckatelli who's not been in the fight. Forever, Who's never done anything for the Rebel Alliance is suddenly like, we got to go do this. And you're like, we're all in because this is what soldiers do. Like, and that's what they were portraying it as. Mm -hmm. It, I, there's just no reason. There's just no reason for them to do that. Like, I understand this is a soldier movie and like, and I could see like the Admiral coming in, like the, some of the fleet, like breaking off and being like, we got to go support Rogue One. Rogue One was just never well established.
1: Well, so you know those soldiers. When he says, you know, how many do you need, right? So there was during the Alliance Council meeting,
0: there was definitely like people like yeah, were people here, like, here. Yeah, like yeah, like let's do
1: it. And my assumption was, okay, one, they didn't really matter. Yeah. These guys were fodder. Yeah, uh, and my assumption was like, oh, they were just part of those things. So you know, the rogue, the, the Rebel Alliance is was it like the the, the kind of Greek Very, armies, right? Where yeah. it's like you have Sparta, you have Greece, you have Athens, the city states, right? Some of them might really want to go to war, and some of them might not. And to me, it was like, oh, these guys are just part of the guys that are the let's go, this is our chance, get them guys. And yeah. so to me, like that, during that, that, that thing where they couldn't establish a consensus, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I guess these guys are just part of the dudes that are, let's
0: go do it. But that's exactly it. Where they, That's a moment where it's like, I guess. You got to connect the dots. Uh, you've got, <laughs> I get, uh, yes, you've got to connect the dots, but I just like, those dots are so far away in my mind uh-huh. that I'm just like, there could have been like one connecting tissue between them to like kind of like, establish that a little bit more
1: Uh, see it's like all i think about is like you know i think about kind of the alternate way where it's like it's like it's like are you guys with me and it's like yes because we are part of the factions that want to go to war when the factions can't gain consensus so we are with you right
0: (laughs) i can also see like how this movie could have also been worse yeah but i i like i could have also this is also a point where i can look at like suicide squad and Mm -hmm. be like i want to see the movie that you could have been and, like, this is a moment where I'm like, I want to see the movie that this could have been.
1: So that's funny because we both want to see a movie that could have been, but our movie that could have been is totally different.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We both want to see totally different movies. Yeah. But anyway, um, so one thing that I want to talk about, and I think I want to make this my last point Okay. before we go on to second screening and then kind of, like,
1: yeah, okay, okay. get on to sure, it. Sure, sure, um,
0: sure. That whole tie-in scene with Leia Organa, at the end, was awful. Oh, I thought it was great. I hated it. I loved it. Here's why. <laughs> okay. Here's why. Because in episode four, there were like, many Bothans died to get us this information. What I wanted to see was like, it kind of... You know of...
1: that was the second Death Star, right? Uh, the shit. many Bothans died was for the second Death Star plans. Shit, was yeah. it really? busted. Oh, I guess I was.
0: <laughs> see, th- that was the thing, though. Where, like, it didn't make any sense Like in the timeline from like where... I almost knocked over this thing that I'm drinking. Yeah. Um. In the timeline, they were like, it. It felt like there was like time between Leia getting the plans and them getting smuggled from wherever they were smuggled from. Where? Like, you mean in episode four? In episode four, okay. where like Darth Vader was like, "We had to track you down. Like, you're not on a peaceful mission at all. I know." And the, what he should have said now was like, "I know that because I fucking followed you from the battle uh, at Scarif. You fucking idiot." Ah, uh, I mean so. I actually I loved
1: that Leia tie scene because here's the thing. Okay, you're on a, you're going to ship, you escape and then, you know, you don't know who's boarding you, right? And right. D- did they know Darth Vader was there? I mean, no, I yeah. don't think they did.
0: It, well, I, don't, unless, I don't think unless, Leia would have known unless Maybe. unless they were like, "Holy shit, that's Darth Vader's yeah. Yeah. like like that's his star destroyer. Fuck, Darth Vader's here. We got to go."
1: So, you know, here's the thing. So, okay, I'm going to give them, you know, benefit of the doubt. And let's say they didn't know Vader was there. Okay. Okay. So they're running because they got plans. They got to go. Okay. They, you know, think Firefly, right? Think cop. You're running. Mm -hmm. Cop pulls you over. It's like, uh, hey, what are you doing? Peaceful mission. What What do you expect him to do? Be yeah. like, trying to smuggle these plans, Darth. Sorry. No, you're going to say no. peaceful mission. And he's like, you're ah, not peaceful mission. And, like, he doesn't need to explain, you know, because I followed you. Yeah. And, and so, to me, I loved that tie-in. Because, like I said, this movie happened, like, 30 minutes before episode four. And I freaking loved it.
0: That's the thing where I, I – like, the pacing of episode four felt mm. like she didn't expect to be boarded. Whereas, like, if you just escaped a huge battle where you, like, just got, like, the plans – they, there would have been, like, any tension for the crew, whereas, like, the tension they got was the fact that they were fucking boarded by Darth Vader. Yeah. And so it, it just didn't... There was, like, nothing there.
1: Oh, see, I guess I just... I just I I thought it was the tie-in was great and you know it, it, all again all of this made sense to me.
0: I it yeah. makes it makes sense. Yeah. I just would have preferred it if they did something else where like they gave it to somebody and they're like you need to get this to Leia Organa well, or something like that where the tie-in didn't have to be a direct like like uh when I watched it the first time. Uh-huh. Steve explained to Sheila that it was like this is one hyperspace jump away from episode 4 yeah and I loved it you know and that's fine I did not care for that I would have liked more time in between that
1: yeah I mean so all I'm thinking of is you know, And I know, I, I don't want to judge this movie against the prequels, because the prequels are terrible. Oh, sure. But one of the criticisms of the prequels is the end of episode three sets up everything before, you know in theory, episode four. But episode four, I was like 18 years later. Oh, and I so that's the thing where it's like Yoda goes into hiding, Obi-Wan goes into hiding, C-3PO and r 2 2 are on the ship. And it's like, they just... They're there for like twenty years, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, so, and so it's like you know. I mean, the, you know, the, this this it told that story and, and it connected it. And I guess I thought a fine way, and you don't see eye to eye with that, and that's fine. yeah. And yeah.
0: I guess maybe that's maybe that should be like the metaphor for this discussion. Where it's, like there's just something there that like we aren't seeing eye to eye. Of course on there it. is. Yeah. And like I'm I'm not trying to shit on this movie. Mm-hmm. I want to. I, I want to make a note. I'm not trying to show this movie because it's a necessarily bad movie. Mm-hmm. I actually walked walked out of this the second time, and we'll get into this because we are not into our second uh, screening. Yeah, yet. no, it's not. But i like, realizing realizing this is a fine movie. Mm-hmm. Like if this was not a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. I think I would have been like, that was that was great. Like it was mm-hmm. fine. There was a lot of things in it that I didn't care for, but there's a lot of things I wrote in that were fine. There okay. was it was also part of it. Like it is trying to be a prequel, and prequels need to like kind of line up and. Uh, while it lined up far too directly mm-hmm. with the the other one, I I was hoping for it to give information to explain episode four, and it did in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like it explained where the secu- like the vulnerability in the Death Star and how was. It was built in. They yeah. explained it earlier, like in the movie, like as a fuse in the middle of like their bomb, and I was like, that was kind of like a weird way. it. Well, of the fuse
1: was a uh, symbolic.
0: I know, mm-hmm. but I was just like they could have used any other word other than fuse. Fuse is kind of AS. I don't know. It just like rubbed me wrong. Okay. But it, that was me being a little bit nitpicky, mm-hmm. not even maybe a little bit. Uh huh. But uh, anyway, it just I was hoping for them to like give the information for episode four and okay. then have episode four like have distance between this movie to kind of like set its own pace. Instead, it's like this movie happens. Boom, Darth Vader then does one light jump and then episode four happens and it just like that's that just wasn't the the tone or the pacing of episode four when it first started where like it when it first started it was like that slow crawl and then there was the ship and the ship was just kind of doing its own thing. And then suddenly there was the death or not the death star, the star destroyer. Uh,
1: okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, there is that, that star destroyer, which, you know, is for its own reasons. And, you know, maybe it's not 30 minutes, maybe it's a couple hours, maybe it's a day. Yeah. Or uh, anything. But, yeah. But, 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 but I did, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, you know and I, I, I understand. That. Yeah. But
0: anyway, cool. So that was, our first impression,
1: yeah, with pretty much everything else. With much second screening will be faster. All
0: right, what is your second impression?
1: Second impression, loved it more. So okay. the boredom that I had during the first one, again, I was timing it, and and the, during the second screening, I realized the first screening I actually didn't really really realize, you know, the three episodes where it rises, climax, rises, climax, and the the second screening I picked up on all that. Mm-hmm. So and and I do you know think that's part of what made this movie not not perfect. I mean, I don't think any movie would be perfect, but. Um, you know that was a flaw, but during the second screening, it just didn't bother me as much, and maybe it's because I knew what was gonna happen and and maybe it's because I kind of knew it was you know oh here's here's act one, pa, you know, here's act two, and then that amazing I thought act three and so and I timed them and the during the first screening, I thought that that battle on Seraph was like you know ninety minutes long
2: yeah
1: and and I, and then during the second one, it's basically exactly thirty, and then we realized like I was like, oh, it's about perfect, and I think mm-hmm. I just felt so much. Anxiety and pressure because I I liked I I empathized so much with the characters during the first screening that it felt longer, which okay. is kind of what happens, you know. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and and so during the second, you know, I was like, oh, you know, okay, I wasn't a huge fan of the Jetta scene. Uh, I think they could have cut that out, but it wasn't that long. Yeah. And then Act Two, uh, I I liked more, and it again wasn't that long. And then you know the Sarah thing was was perfect, and again, uh, so during the second screening, kind of, I kind of felt bored the first time. During some parts, mm-hmm. uh, and during the second one, I, I really didn't. And okay. maybe it's because I knew that how long they would be, uh, and maybe it's because I knew they were in acts. But the second screening, I liked it way more.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Um, is there anything else that you want to add on top of that? Like I, anything that you noticed from like the first one to the second one? That you I like... I think no. I mean, we did we did talk about this movie. Yeah, like, we really, did we did, yeah, which yeah. is the
1: you know the goal, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I really do I think that if I the biggest problem with this movie is is I I don't think the pacing was great, I think mm-hmm. there was some superfluous stuff, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. No movie's perfect. And during the first screening, I think I felt that more, and during the second, I just was kind of able to ignore it. And it's not like I picked up anything the second time I didn't pick up the first time. I really picked up everything the first time. And so during the second screening... Uh, I think I enjoyed it more because, you know, that superfluous stuff. It's like I kind of tune out. It's like, oh, you know, there's a uh, bo- Bodhi. Boda? Bodhi?
0: Bodhi, yeah. Bodhi is
1: like, oh, the stupid psychic monster. Like, think mm-hmm. about something else. Yeah, yeah. You know, they should have cut that out. And so whereas during the first one, I was like, all right, wh- I got to figure this out. And then later on, I'm like, oh, this never comes into play. Dumb. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so
1: during the second screening, I was able to ignore all that crap and just focus on big picture of the movie because my theme is big picture soldier movie i guess yeah and so second screen i i I loved it absolutely loved it
0: awesome i uh i actually will agree with you where i had an upper trend to Mm -hmm. this movie and we'll kind of when we do our grades we'll kind of get into that a little bit more um i actually did enjoy it more the second time Mm -hmm. and that's because there was like uh, again things that i knew that i didn't have to give a shit about yeah like they i feel like they did this big deal like building up the relationship between Jin and cassian mm-hmm. that never actually amounts to like much like their trust and like if they had survived maybe there would have been like some relationship there but they never like they don't do the whole like and now they kiss like they just met each other like two days ago and now they're like madly in love or thank whatever. god like, i, I yeah. absolutely agree like yeah. I, that is one thing that i do yeah. want to say like I, thank fucking god yeah i was actually surprised yeah that the movie had that much tr- restraint the first time I saw it. So yeah. the second time I'm like, okay, I can just ignore that like weird tension that they've, they've mm-hmm. been trying to build for this entire thing. So I can ignore that. And that actually made that a little bit more palatable. Okay. And the the rest of the movie then was more enjoyable because of that. Because okay. I was just like, when I first saw it, I will admit like while watching it and they were doing that buildup of their relationship, I was just like, and then they fuck. Yeah, of course. I felt the same way because that's
1: what movies do now. It sucks. Yeah, I felt the same way.
0: Yeah. I will give credence where credences is due. Yeah. They didn't do that. And I was like – was, I was amazed, surprised, and delighted that yeah. they didn't do that. Yeah. And so that was fucking great. Uh-huh. Um, there was a couple things that I noticed the second time that I didn't the first time. One, it was like the K2SO or sure. the reprogramming. I – I'm going to be honest, I feel like Alan Tudyk was wasted in the scene. I actually wrote down Alan Tudyk why. Oh,
1: dude, I almost cried when he died. No, 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 no. Oh, okay.
0: K2SO was a great character. Sure, okay, okay. It's just that his voice is so heavily modified that- I didn't know it was him. No, exactly. I didn't know it was Alan That's exactly, that's the point I'm trying to make, where it's like, Alan Tudyk didn't add anything to, it, it, Alan Tudyk didn't add anything to that character, Mm -hmm. why did you, like, why did everyone make such a big deal about it being Alan Tudyk was K2SO? I fucking love Alan Tudyk. Don't I love him too. Yeah. I love that like him as an actor. Me too. It's like him in Firefly, him as Steve the Pirate, in Dodgeball <laughs> yeah, the Underdog yeah, story. Yeah. Like he is fucking great. And yeah. I just I didn't see any aspect of him in that character. Yeah. Other than him being slightly sassy.
1: I agree. And and again, like it it didn't bother me. And maybe maybe one of the things is I tried my best to avoid all information about this movie, and I try to avoid trailers. yeah. yeah. So you know, I looked it up on INDB at the end, and I was like, oh, it's Alan Tudyk. Cool. Like, And then I was like, I didn't really recognize it. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like I didn't go in like, "Ah, oh, man, like K2S, those Alan Tudyk. like I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it could have been anybody. It oh, yeah, yeah, it, and, and you know what? Yeah. That would have been fine. Yeah. And I guess he did a good job acting at least because I cared about k2so a lot yeah yeah um I he uh,
0: honestly the robot was the best character oh k2so yeah. was the only one who like when he died oh like, i was mentioning so how in like my first screening i didn't care about anyone dying mm-hmm. i actually did care about k2so dying yeah because he loved cassian so much he did yeah that's because i again i want to talk about like how everyone was like oh we're we're a team coming together mm-hmm. well that was slightly undermined by that scene the mm-hmm. same scene the base scene no not the base scene it was when the rogue one was coming together and then uh, K2SO goes up to Jenny's like I'll be with yeah, you I'll be with you Cassian, Cassian says I, I have, have to, to. It, it was, was like, so good it's funny but it undermines that whole like we're now a
1: team like mentality well as you pointed out if that that combination of that team would be her giving him the blaster yeah yeah yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: exactly know. and Again, Bonds are formed
1: at different times no, between different people. No,
0: it's true. Um that I was just saying that undermines that scene a little bit where like it undermines the sim like the cementing of it being Rogue One. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But at the same time, she also then brings him into the fold yeah. by giving him a blaster. Why the fuck was he never given a blaster? Dude, I I, I would have given him like I would have given him every bigger blaster. blaster. Yeah, exactly. yeah, seriously. <laughs> he, he was the best. Yeah. Uh I I just loved him. Yeah. Great character. Yep. hated it when he died. Yes. Like, great character. Didn't need to be Alan Tudyk, like we said. Yeah, it didn't have to. That was one thing I noticed. Okay. Um I'm glad that you mentioned the pacing. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I noticed. Like, uh, when I went back and watched it the second time, mm-hmm. I noticed that the pacing, everything was just moving so fast, like, mm-hmm. so quickly. Like mm-hmm. th- like I said, things are established and then resolved so quickly, uh, I, I just couldn't care about anything. It was just like, uh, information overload, essentially. Yes. Also, another thing that I noticed is that the score is... So outrageous. Okay. The score made me anxious sometimes. There was like a couple times where something was happening. Ha- like the score was like going like crazy. Like I actually noticed this. Was it supposed time. to make you anxious? No. Oh, okay. They were like flying into Jeddah and it was like the, the score was like going crazy with like oh, violins and i'm okay. like why am i so anxious they're flying into a planet
1: well they're yeah. flying flying into a war zone but i do i do accept yeah. your point that was not the climax of Jeddah, right Right. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly that wasn't the worst part about Jed jedda the yeah. worst part about jedda was the slow motion explosion again like i see when Jeddah exploded uh-huh. and they blew it up they did a good job at the end of it, where they showed how like slow things are on a grand scale of a planet. How like slow the explosion is. Uh-huh. The problem is that they also made that same slowness on the micro level. Where okay. again, like I'm focusing on the micro level. Sure. That explosion is going at 300 miles an hour. There is no time for anyone to have done anything. As soon as they saw the Flash, they might as well have been dead. Yeah, I mean... And that, that was one of the things where, like, as, like, that pulled me out of the movie. like uh, Science again, fantasy. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. There, maybe they have slow motion explosions. You know, like I said, science... science you know, I, like, I was trying... Like, that was one of those times where I was, like, I was trying to give it all that I could to, uh-huh. like, ignore the physics of it. But at some point where, like the horizon was rising above them like maybe the horizon's just further away that's just a camera thing and then like the horizon shot forward a boulder and they yeah. had to avoid the boulder i'm like nope the horizon's right there uh, you, know, a, you, know, the,
1: you know the fantasy thing i keep talking about you know it's like i can make i'm gonna make up an explanation right now
0: no I, that I, makes I, enough
1: sense right yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. there's different soil types and so the boulder <laughs> i'm serious I know, like i, I mean, mean that's really yeah. like the boulder is a looser soil types and you know, Sagarera built his thing on a harder soil, which and
0: it, it you know, it's like it fantasy always
1: has a way out, and it needs to because that's what makes it fantasy. I, I, I
0: agree. I agree. I, I I don't. This is one of those times where I'm like, I'm not trying to nitpick. It, it mm-hmm. was just one of the things that I noticed, yeah, sure. and it just pulled me out of it. I mean, I noticed that
1: too because I, because to me it was like if it was a wave, that mm-hmm. would make sense. But then the going over, um, but. I don't know, maybe, it's I don't kind know of why like, I was so forgiving, but when I watched this movie, I was like, I
0: was like, eh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird that you're so forgiving. Like, other movies you've watched where you're like, fuck this. Like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. this one, yeah. you're just like, eh! I <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> but, like, I, I actually amounted this scene to the, um, in episode, I don't think it's episode four, I think it's episode five, when they get eaten by the sand, or the space worm on the asteroid? That's four. Oh, that's four? Yeah. Okay, when they get eaten by that, and, like, that's a, a moment where the attention is presented uh-huh. and then they have to like figure out what's happening yeah, and then they explode like they get out that was like that's a similar beat like that's the same act essentially that that's happening at yeah but they're like oh we got to get through this asteroid field oh we're safe oh no suddenly like they don't realize that they've gotten eaten by a space worm but mm-hmm. the audience does and so mm-hmm. that now we're like oh shit this is happening mm-hmm. they don't know that the death star happened mm-hmm. Um, And then they have to, like, suddenly escape really quickly. And, like, the tension presents itself and resolves itself. Whereas, like, in the space worm, we know that they got eaten by space worm. And they spend a long fucking time figuring out. They're like, huh, that's weird. Why is the cavern closing? Also, why is there oxygen in the cavern? And they're like, oh, shit, it's a space worm. We got to get out of here. Like, they have, like, the tension where the audience is now suddenly aware of it. The tension builds and then it resolves itself Uh or it, it gets resolved. In this one where, like, the explosion happens, we know why the explosion happened, then they literally sound like, holy shit, there's an explosion. We got to get out of here. Where it's like, tension, resolution, boom, boom, beat and beat.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, I, you know, I I know we talked about the death, so I won't talk again, yeah, 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 this movie very simple. Yes, yeah, yeah, it Tension exactly. presents okay. itself.
0: And that was, like, that was something I just noticed, and that, sure. that was, like, what I noticed the second time. Okay. That's why I'm i enough. in where I'm like, oh, that's the same exact act and beat of the space worm. Kind of thing to use another. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, sure. That's what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. There was just a couple things I know. It's like um, I said, Jin and Breathing Mask Man's relationship doesn't exist. Breathing Mask Man is I know who you're Saw Guerrera. To. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so, so there they were, were like, they were trying to like they were supposed to be like I, I'm your surrogate father. It was like. Jyn could have given half a fuck about him from mm-hmm. the way they portray <laughs> yeah
1: no, I agree yeah. so in th- I read a thing where there was a bunch of reshoots from audience whatever whatever and, and maybe that was part of it yeah there was the soul saw I mean I kind of wish it wasn't there I um, absolutely agree and, and I agree there was there was zero relationship there yeah and yeah, that was absolutely. one of the things
0: where like, they tried to build up this relationship between those two like that was a whole conceit of her like joining the, mm-hmm. um, the rebels mm-hmm. and I made a note where it was like Ben Kenobi and Luke had a deeper relationship and they knew each other for like 12 hours yeah those people knew each other for 18 years yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Point yeah. point accepted. Yeah, I was like,
0: mm. that was not so good. Um yep. That's about it. Uh for the most part, uh Oh yeah, one thing I did notice the second time just the whoever portrayed the actor of a uh, director Krennic, he had cotton mouth. Oh was, yeah, yeah, he did. He was like I blah, blah, blah. every time he got like excited and mm. lost his composure, he also lost the ability to speak I time. I noticed that and liked it because people do that no they do do that yeah. I was just like I don't know what he said oh, that was the other thing was, okay. like, I didn't understand it oh, I was okay. just like I understand people like losing the composure and yeah. like anything else but I was like you don't sound like anything that just sounded like gibberish
1: yeah I did notice that but I was able to understand it for some reason and I liked it
0: okay that's yeah. fair and I I, I I, saw what they were going for it just didn't land for me okay which uh, honestly that's that might be the, the movie metaphor for that's this the movie. movie like I saw what you are going for it yeah. just didn't land and yeah. that actually is pretty much it yeah the second time I saw it to like wrap it up uh-huh. is that I knew the parts that I could ignore I liked the parts that I liked I actually did the second time I liked the battle sequence more uh-huh. it I didn't care about the characters again I never cared about the, these characters any of them except for like K2SO and the relationship between the Hitman and, and, and Heavy guy. Weapons Guy yeah. those are the only people that I cared about I'm sure but the battle sequence, I then got to see it with fresh eyes, where I'm like, okay, now let's see like the strategy of like the battle and like yeah. how it like unfolded. And that, movement, the movement, movement. The yeah, that was actually the movement in the fortifications. That was actually really fucking interesting. So like once I got through the the initial like bullshit of this movie, mm-hmm. that battle sequence was actually a good payoff, where yeah. I found myself having fun. Okay. And very much enjoying that good. part. Um, it didn't like it didn't fix the movie. It didn't yeah. fix my enjoyment of the movie. However, it was still good. Yeah. Um, and, again, I'm going to talk about it again. That it. Darth Vader. Darth Dude, Vader. wrecking. Rebels. Against rebel scum. Oh, so good. God, when he, like, lifted his glove up and yes. just slammed that guy up against the ceiling and yeah. dragged him across the ceiling while he killed everybody else. Oh, my God. I mean, I think that,
1: you know, when you watch the episodes, right, again, as you mentioned, it's a story of heroes largely than life. And so you, when you think about it, it's like, so there's probably, for the, the average rebel soldier – there's probably stories about this Darth Vader, mm-hmm. but they never, nobody, you know, a tiny percentage ever sees him, yeah. and it's a probably small, smaller percentage, you know, never engages with him about battle
0: and, and survives
1: yeah oh definitely not and so that's the thing you see him and it's that's that's your that's your grendel right oh yeah, yeah. and then and then the the powerlessness because yeah. there's there's Cause such the, a fear in just just pure power because yeah, they're
0: trapped against that that door that won't open it yeah it's like a blast shield door that won't open and then he stabs a guy through it with a with a beam of light yeah like, yeah someone looking was like it was like a laser stopped yeah through the door yeah and then the door opened yeah because he was, he opened it. Yeah, he willed it, it. Yeah, yeah, he he willed it, it to be open, and it was just like,
1: oh my god! Yeah, it's it's cosmic He's, insignificance. Yeah,
0: he is a terrible monster. Yeah, he just destroyed those people. Yeah, so much, and like that was so awesome. It that was, was great. Yeah. I absolutely, and that was a masterful use of that character. Yes, yes, it was. Where it was like they, I wish that they had cut out that Darth Vader scene before. Sure. Because then it would have just been like
1: it would have been pure mysticism. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah because yeah, it's just you just see this force of nature just destroying yeah. whatever is in his path. Like that, yeah, and fair actually enough. That's
0: now that I think about it, I, I didn't it didn't strike me until just this moment. Mm-hmm. If they had not shown Darth Vader at all before this movie, and then just uh, before that moment, and then just had Darth Vader come in and just be like, bum, 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 yeah, and just like destroyed them. Yeah, it would have. I would have probably just like jumped out of my seat. I probably would have like picked the guy up in front of me. Yeah broke his back over there we go and then just thrown him Bang. Yeah, exactly yeah it will that would have been like i'm just imagining it like not seeing darth vader at all and then suddenly there's darth vader sure. and it was just ugh. yeah
1: because it yeah it's then it's the pure mysticism yeah and, yeah. I, and I get that again the other Vader scene didn't bother me but i do agree if yeah. they cut that out or did it in a different way you know he could have been he, he, he could have done something else and i would not had him, him and
0: then just appeared and just laid pipe oh my god that would have yeah. been so fucking amazing i agree uh yeah. So that's yep. basically it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well I'm glad that we did this podcast. Oh, I think this, this is the first perfect. one where we were like really contentious with each other and both had really good points. Absolutely. And I think that we both like kinda came to understand the other person's position. Yeah. Well maybe not necessarily agreeing Sometimes. with it. Sometimes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well and
1: that's the thing, and you know, it's just just you know, I'm I'm offering my view and maybe that will People can take in my view and mm-hmm. and possibly change their opinions, and I, and I I really enjoyed the points you made and taking in your view and kind of yeah. letting that bounce around too.
0: And I really hope that anyone who hears my view, like watches this movie and then actually starts to hate it. I actually want to take away people's yes, there we go. <laughs> See, I just want people to be like, yeah, yeah, this is a soldier movie, and then I want you to sign up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, and I, you know what? I think that was our very succinct, not at all time. Wasting... Brief. Very very brief. Very brief review of Rogue One. Yes. Which I'm... The reason why we kind of went long on this, I feel like this review was in a way an extension of our feeling around The Force Awakens. Yes. I I, think by proxy. Yes. Yes, In in a way. Which, if you don't know, was the movie that basically started this podcast. We're
1: just like yelling at each other in front of a theater. It wasn't actually yelling, but... But it wasn't um, yelling. It wasn't yelling. We're, we're pretty we're, good about disagreeing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I actually think so. But I, I found our discussion interesting around the Force Awakens. And it's kind of interesting that now we have the Rogue One, which and like I said, I have like six other data points from people I asked, and it, it I you know, I need
1: what, thirty two more for statistical significance. And it's like basically people that like the Force Awakens do
0: not like Rogue One and vice versa. Yeah. And I, I think that's a, a very interesting point that I didn't like didn't Think about it until you told it to me. Yeah. All right. So give me your grades for your first impression to your second screening. B plus A. Okay. All right. That's pretty solid. Um, I'm going to give it a C plus. Okay. Actually, no. That's not fair. Okay. I'm going to give it a B minus to B, B plus. Okay. And here's why. I'm actually taking it like like, while we've been discussing it. I'm going to take it into a vacuum Okay. where while I didn't care about any of the things that were going on mm-hmm. I actually still found myself like enjoying it and like mm-hmm. everything about it was like really bombastic and like uh, there's just a lot of stuff going on the characters weren't interesting but the graphics were great mm-hmm. the score was like anxiety I didn't even like, notice yeah. I
1: never noticed the score for some reason on, yeah
0: and that's yeah. fair I noticed it the second time but sure. and it was making me anxious but there was like a few times it was really good and mm-hmm. there was like a lot of things that I actually really liked like if I was to use it as an like to use an example the previous movie that we just did was four rooms and I gave that a solid C. Yeah, this yeah. is at least two minor grades above yeah, that. And, yes. and like I, I went from B minus to like maybe B B plus somewhere okay. in that range where like I didn't really like it, but I didn't like absolutely hate it. I was just kind of disappointed with it at first. Okay. To like enjoying it, but you're I talking really about only, Rogue One right now? Yeah, Rogue okay, One. Okay. Okay. Where I enjoyed the second of it where I, I enjoyed the battle sequence very much of Rogue One uh, and I didn't really care about the other stuff.
1: Rogue One like, for you might be like full metal jacket where it's like you watch the first half and turn it off.
0: You know what's funny <laughs> is that I've only ever seen the first half. Yeah, but that was that was not by, by by my design. I found the first half of uh full metal jacket to be really interesting It It's everybody, great everybody else turned off Turned it off afterwards, and I'm like, I actually kind of want to see what happens. You, you gotta, you gotta see it once
1: so you know, and yeah. then you just never watch it again. Yeah, So yeah. it's like you've already seen Rogue One. You're like, hey, want to watch Rogue One? I'm like, sure. And you put it on. Uh, yeah, you just started. DVD. The, yeah. yeah, you just you started on Netflix. And you just put it in the middle. And you're like, all right, let's get a scare, baby. Yeah, <laughs> battle, battle, yeah, battle, this <laughs> is awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So that's what I, I thought. I was like, well, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad, uh-huh. right? It's not gravity. Yeah, right. Dude, it's not terrible. Okay. And it's not like it's Suicide Squad. Like, that was just a terrible movie all around. That, it was,
1: that was absolutely a terrible movie. Yeah. But it so, was enjoyable. Yeah, uh,
0: There were parts of it that were enjoyable. Yeah. But this movie, Rogue One, was overall a, a fine movie. Hopefully, at least you can respect it for being a good
1: movie. Yeah. And, though maybe not fully grasping it. And, you know, it had well, flaws. It well, had flaws. That's why I'm flaws. giving
0: it a B minus B plus. While, sure. well, like, while my initial, like, when I walked out of the theater was like, this isn't. Like I was like, ugh. Like I kind of gave it a ugh kind of moment. It, it, looking back, it was still like B quality stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So that's it for Rogue One. Um, Thanks for uh, yeah. Thanks for (laughs) (laughs) listening to us. Uh, This was this is kind of what this podcast is all about: us talking about movies and we find the ones that we are really passionate about. Absolutely. I yeah. this
1: is this is the spirit of it, I
0: think. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, join us next time where we're going to be watching a slightly different style of movie. It's a 2013 movie called Coherence,
1: which I just heard about like 5 minutes ago. So, I'm super excited and just like Rogue One, like I'm not You know, you gave me a little synopsis and I'm just going to go in blind because that's I think I think that's the the coolest way to experience. Yeah, I
0: absolutely agree. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the second screen podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks. uh, Bye, everybody.
0: Why don't I ever get a blaster? The last time you got a blaster, you shot yourself in the foot.